1: Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello, welcome to the very first Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast of 2022. And probably the first time we'll say 2022, we're still getting used to it. We'll probably say 2021 a few more times. I'm Matthew, wide awake, reporting. See, this is Boris Johnson's watching. From his little HQ, surrounded by the pictures of dogs. Ross Tweddle is reporting live from Callaholic HQ, and Jack is on his bed. Yeah. <laughs> so if he bounces excitedly, it's just because he likes what he hears. All right. <laughs> so Jack, we we'll start with you. How the hell are you, mate?
2: Um, so I've got COVID. Um, that's all good. That's why. Oh, you yeah, in... actually? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why I'm in here, not in the living room, because I'm trying to stay away from Owen as much as I can. Um... So I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling okay. But um, just got to isolate for a bit. Um, So it's all fun. I thought I thought I was going to make it to two years without knowingly having COVID. But unfortunately, that damn Omicron has got me at the last hurdle. But um, how are you, Matthew, anyway?
1: I'm good. It's... See, this is how my brain works. I'm thinking, damn it, that would have been a great joke where we all sat together and called it like HQ going, it's great to be back, isn't it? What's the big news in your life? Oh, I've got COVID. (laughs) All right, cool. Going to take a little break. But uh, no, I'm doing great. I still don't have it. I've had lots of lateral flows. I've got them all lined up on my desk. They look like a full house. And uh, that's not how it works, is it? A royal flush. (laughs) Whatever, you know how cards work. So I'm feeling happy. But it is like a zombie film where it's not like, Oh, everything's going to be all oh, right. It's now looking like, all right, when am I going to get it? Yeah. So, but until then, I'm very happy, not worrying about things. Ross, how are you? I'm
3: fine. I thought I had it over Christmas because I had a cold. And then I, the day I got the cold, I flicked the news on. There were like, three quarters of people who have cold symptoms actually have Omicron. Hey, But instead, I had to settle for an ear infection, which made my ear go massive. Oh, wow. Look at my massive ear. Merry Christmas, everybody. Audio listeners, you listeners, you're, you're missing out. It's quite ironic because this year on Predictions, I've been portraying a man called Rossi Drip Drip, and I was almost put on a drip over Christmas there.
4: Oh.
3: <laughs> I had to go through the um, the, the, the Freeman Hospital and, and spend a day there. It was lovely. Really? Are yeah. you feeling all right now? I'm feeling all right now. My ear's gone back to normal. Look at that. Fantastic. That's oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Jesus laughs> normal <Christ>. now. <laughs> we're uh, we're uh, all battered, aren't we? We're all just battered old men.
1: How yeah. are you, Matthew? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm happy my ears are normal and not a meal deal for Mike Tyson. <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. <laughs> Appreciate you not being on a trip trip though. <laughs> Any kind of trip. drip, drip. Uh, Yeah, so we're all fit and healthy. By the way, if people are watching this, maybe years later, maybe we're doing a watch-along of what the early days of 2022 was like before the, um, what's after Omni? Omni uh, Omega cron virus comes out and kills us all. But uh, if we watch it then, this is what life's like right now for people. It is part of the world. It's like uh, it's like, how's you? How's the weather? How's the COVID? Yeah. So it's just how it is. So I'm sure you people are not wanting to hear an entire podcast of that. Share a bit of news. Yeah, go on. God, yeah, go on. Go on. Not, go on, not much has happened this week, Matthew. No, it's such a quiet little oh. oh, they'll be wait they'll be begging for COVID news soon, yeah. <laughs> And the big news this week is, yep, it's that time again. More releases. And it appears to be everybody that, that Triple H liked yeah. or had anything to do with. Uh, the fullest of releases include William Regal, who I assumed was there for life at this point, in essence 2000. Uh, the Road Dog, Jesse James. Chris Guy, a.k.a. A. Steel, a.k.a. the guy that was broken with CM Punk. Uh, Ryan Katz, a.k.a. GQ Money from XPW, which will never not blow me away. Uh, Dave Kapoor, Scott Armstrong, again, I th- thought another lifer. Danny Birch, the Gavna. Hideki Suzuki, who only travelled halfway across the world to be in a company for a year. <laughs> Alison Danger, George Carroll, Sarah Cummins, And, of course, most brilliant of all, Timothy Thatcher, who apparently has been doing a trainer for position after just not appearing on TV for months. And uh we'll probably get into it more detailed, but just I'll get the Timothy Thatcher stuff out of the way. It's so weird to me that the first sorry, the last thing myself and a bunch of other fans did before everything turned into the climate we currently have now was go to Dub X dub, sixteen carat weekend, when it was Timothy Thatcher's goodbye and now he's saying descend to the place that he left. Yeah. It feels like no time has passed, and a lot of time has passed at the same time. It's just so weird.
2: And you're right; it is. A, it's all of Triple H's guys, or a lot of them are Triple H guys. So, what what is this new direction that they want to take NXT in?
3: I mean, uh, they've already made their moves, haven't they? Because Petey Williams, I said that with a bit of a Mac, Mac accent. Petey Williams. Petey Williams. He was a K's and A's K Chase
1: Williams. Uh,
3: he's a. <laughs> <laughs> he's already been brought in and obviously he's got a fantastic mind for the, the professional wrestling business. But you, you, I don't know. I'm just looking at names like Samoa Joe and William Regal and thinking if I was a wrestler starting out, I couldn't think of any two
2: better people to learn oh, from than God, those two. Samoa Joe. Yeah, we didn't mention I Samoa I was going to say, yeah, I was going oh, yeah. to
1: unveil that dramatically. But not only after that, That was two days ago. A day ago, Gabe Sapolsky, also released by WWE, because I guess if they're not doing Evolve or any of uh, Triple H's master plans to kill every indie company, and Vince of like, no, 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 we don't need those smoky bingo halls anymore. We defeated them in the the 80s. Uh, We sure as hell don't need you. And then the the news, just this morning, we almost broke it. Unless there's even more releases to come later on. Oh well. Uh, Samoa Joe has been released again. Yeah.
2: Yeah, what... Uh, Ross's tweet summed it up for me. What was it you said? If you were a new wrestler in the Performance Center, what was yeah. it again? I think that's he was fine. just
3: saying there. Yeah, just what I was saying there. Just yeah, you couldn't think of yeah. anyone better to learn from than Samoa Joe and William Regal, especially Regal. Yeah, that's not like discrediting anyone else who was released, but like you think of those two especially and what they've done over the careers, and with Regal especially, like the track record he has for producing people. For WWE, remember, like, you know, since the performance set has been a thing, William Regal's been, like, up there at the top in terms of scouting people and bringing people in and then training them up once they get there. He's got a track record as William Regal for doing some good things there, and he's just been given the boot. And he's yeah. William Regal. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sacrilege. Yeah. His tenure at WWE is longer than most of the people watching this. Yeah. The entire life. Yeah. It's so. bizarre. It's
2: bizarre um why what What benefit have they got from it's not so much like yeah all i can think is like how is your company going to be better without william regal as one of the brains of the organization Do you know what
1: i mean hmm. uh, road dog said guys i'm doing well i thank you all for the love i'm gonna take a few days myself and process this god is still on the throne and will provide it's just business by God, I assume he means Conrad Thompson and his podcast Empire. That's just a uh, expander of a few new podcasts. <laughs> yeah. That's purely speculation at this time. <laughs> he was called tweeting
3: everyone's like news pieces by release, like dogs being released, with some sort of eye emoji going, huh. Oh. Yeah, just a- Chat <laughs> me. <laughs>
4: GIF.
2: Chat me up there, dog Oh right. I thought you meant he was gonna go and become part of the the gun club.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> no VKM God. Oh, God. back together again. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what... you got your eyes on the prize, Jack. That's why we like you. That's what Billy AEW his... needs,
3: though. The old Al Alamo stuff coming back here in mm. 2022. That's what AEW needs. Billy Gunn K- gets
2: his nine-inch nail shirt out when he debuted in TNA. <laughs> oh,
1: fantastic. Goes, Sorry, guys. We'll have to schedule your rant against Vince McMahon and WWE between MJF and CM Punk's rant <laughs> against him <laughs> and then Jericho's mention of... Jer- Sorry. It's going be a busy week on Dynamite. Uh, unrelated, but Jeff Hardy reportedly set for NXT run prior to W release. And it's going to be the Shaman for MSK that they built up so well. Oh,
2: right. That, that makes equally as much sense as Riddle, I suppose.
4: Would have yeah. been
3: interesting? Because, like, you know... Weed's obviously not So, If you're going to put wrestlers in a weed pecking order Or a weed tier list I wouldn't say Jeff Hardy's up near the top Because the entire build yeah. to that reveal was all about weed wasn't it And what's in their bag
2: That's, <laughs> that's true actually Jeff wouldn't have made as much sense as Riddle Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: huh. yeah well, find... we'll observe Ross yeah. We're
3: going to try to find the logic in the shaman
1: oh, <laughs> That's it Jeff Hardy, you don't smoke weed <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah sorry And then they move. he moves out the way Then there's Riddle that would have been a funny that would have been alright. <laughs> uh also, there's not enough releases, but uh this happened a bit during the Christmas period. Tori Storm. Uh she had a match with Charlotte, she lost again, and she quit the day afterwards. Uh it emerged in fact that she paid for her own flight home and oh. then she requested her release and they went, What, you're an indie wrestler that Triple H signed? Oh yeah, yeah, we'll release you. Like that yeah, was it.
2: I think maybe she realised, look, this isn't going to get... I think it shows quite a bit of ambition from Tony Storm in a way because she obviously wanted more and realised that what she was given was getting pied in the face and having to take it and stand and look embarrassed.
3: Yeah, I think good on her. She's obviously... We all know she's a lot better than what they were doing with her. Like, not just on the main roster in NXT as well. It all went very quiet for her in NXT as well, if memory serves as well. So she'll be better off elsewhere. Of course she will Mm. be. It's weird. This whole trip. I hope Triple H is okay, because the timing of this is very, very weird, isn't it? How he's had this big health scare and he's at home recovering, and then while this is going, like while he's doing that, everyone who he brought in and worked around is like being told to go away.
1: It's very, it's, very it's strange. It's quite
2: sinister, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I hope it's he's like, Mob movie it. levels of uh, indiscretion. All right. While he's in the hospital, quick, send <laughs> Benny and the boys round and get rid of everybody he loves.
2: Yeah, literally, it's like that.
3: I had Bizarre. Betty Hill flash through my mind there. Just imagine
1: him tiptoeing his way. <laughs> oh no, the Betty Hill mobbing runs. <laughs> but yeah, Tony Storm. Don't know why she wanted to leave after losing more on SmackDown than she had the previous five years on the indie scene combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, as you said before, Pete Williams signs with B as a producer, which I think is good because if there's one man that's going to cut down on people doing Canadian destroyers, it's going to be Pete Williams. <laughs> uh, Jay Atlas signs with AEW, and reportedly is. Uh, Blew his knee out on Rampage. Um, Because that lad can't win for losing. Uh, What else we got? Uh, Cody Rhodes uh, said this week I regret almost everything about the Antiagogo AW storyline. I don't know. What part of the white guy with the American flag tattoo talked about how racism is bad and he's going to prove it by beating up a black foreigner that he'd regret? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. He goes, yeah, I'll
3: reflect. I can see how people might think that's a bit tone deaf.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like how Huge of regrets, true.
2: He regrets almost all of it because he still won.
1: Yeah. i from getting the one, two, three. I regret almost everything. Uh, Nia Jax reveals post WWE plans. She's going to start a business, grow some cool things on the farm, to quote her. Weed? After, after, <laughs> after the Charlotte Flair match, we all know there's going to be some good potatoes there.
3: Oh, hey! Come and on,
4: Happy that, New Year. There you go, Happy New Year, everybody. And if
1: that wasn't a bad enough joke or a silly enough thing to end on, the last news this week, Tranmere Rovers have bought Progress Wrestling. Oh, God, yes, they did. So, so Tram United. Rovers? They're the same thing. For no. the
3: Tramir Rovers. Tramir Rovers, yeah.
1: Oh. oh, got it right, thank God. He did. Uh, did. Tramir Rovers have purchased Progress Wrestling. Now, the most
3: exciting thing for me personally with this news is Mike Dean is a Premier League referee <laughs> and a fan and the leader of the Tramier Rovers Ultras, as we've seen in the crowds in, in years gone by. Could we see him referee a Progress match? Because I bloody hope so.
2: I mean, I know that people. I know people complain about certain referees making it all about themselves in wrestling, but Mike Dean would take that to the, the next level. It would be fantastic. It would be
3: fantastic levels of theatre, though. I'm there for the journey. Mm. <laughs> Mike Dean.
1: What are you, Matthew? <laughs> I have no idea where this is going, but just a statement. <laughs> Tranmere Rovers have purchased progress.
2: Imagine his if he sends like a manager to the back and he sends them off and he just does that disdainful, like, oh, get, get away. (laughs) Fantastic.
3: Babyface wins the title. He starts doing laps of the ring and
2: celebrating. (laughs) There's a a chair shot, but the the Babyface no-sells it, so he plays advantage. He just runs
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Triple H just waking up going, oh, some horrible news, but at least I can watch my favourite Camden-based progress wrestling promo. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Gooded. Well, what, he switched. switch gone.
3: Sorry, they're going to up sticks and move it up to the up to the Wirral. Is it the Wirral where Tramir is? I'm not too sure.
2: Yeah, it's from Birkenhead.
3: Birkenhead.
2: Birkenhead.
3: That'll lose all of its luster for being that you know, cool. And not hip. if they get
2: not if they get Zach Gibson in to call everybody wolves. That'll be fantastic. <laughs> ah.
1: Well, triple ah. H to stop watching the news because it's been so grim. But we hope you're sticking along with this for the rest of the podcast, <laughs> which is now.
3: Everybody get excited for the
0: cultaholic Hall of Fame! Ah,
1: now time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week, which doesn't load it up on my bloody PC. There we go. The cultaholic wrestling video editor, a nice man, Dan Heppel, thirteen percent.
2: Respectable,
1: yeah. Those nice things that win these. Uh, the Abu Dhabi screw job in F1 last weekend. 25% well,
2: ages ago now
1: yeah, that's well, yeah. When the, the, the poll went live the week after the podcast oh the right, right, right 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 has it been active this entire time Or yes, yes 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 oh good Um maybe that's it people went there wasn't one last weekend whoever wrote this is an idiot <laughs> but of course the proud winner and it seems like an eternity ago now the Holic wrestling slash dribble jump Christmas party 63% fair enough
3: a worthy winner a worthy yeah. winner
2: was oh. that yours Ross it was, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Because it was all of time. hours. <laughs> it feels like it, it feels like it was so long ago now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I does. can't wait for the next one.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Next week, in it might as well just be next week. Uh-huh. Time is time is not real anymore. Anyway, it's certainly not. Well, Ross, what is real is the Hall of Fame. What have you got for us? Well, one of the fantastic traditions about the festive season over here in the UK is the darts. When you see the darts you know it's Christmas time and I was watching the darts just before Christmas and I've, I've got a soundbite I'm just going to play it I'm just going to play it this is from Hawaii 501 Wayne Mardle on commentary
2: <laughs> no
1: no It's, That's the, not, it's, it's not a it's, name it's,
3: it's, just, no, cool. it's, it's the comedy pause he knows exactly oh. what he's doing Sorry. what the hell was that
2: There's, they're doing some fantastic <laughs> timing fantastic timing they're doing some drilling on the road out the back of mine and this is the only room I can do the podcast from I and thought I'm that just, was the,
1: the wrath of bendy cock being heard <laughs> every time you say the words bendy cock <laughs>
3: But Right, Damage. just to accept the, right, uh, the the brilliant thing is the comedy pause, and he knows what he's doing is fantastic. The delivery from Wayne Model there is spot on. But that is Wayne, uh, that is Raymond Van Barneveld's girlfriend seen on screen. But Bendy Cock is a man and a different person, a different human being to the one shown oh, on screen. Shit. It's an actual human man who is his manager. I think I'm right in saying this. This is, this is what it said on Wikipedia. Um, but yeah, Bendy Cock is not his girlfriend, but Bendy so Cock.
2: He- He's what he's done there is he's read the notes and it says girlfriend so and so and manager Bendy Cock, but he's got way too excited and seen Bendy Cock and just thought manager and girlfriend Ben and he's just gone for it. Well, that's yeah. fantastic.
1: It's like the thing that's going around on uh, online at the minute is the reason why you put like it's easy to type it into quotes or whatever so you know there's a difference. But Avril Lavigne, sung her song "Bite Me" on the Dick Havertz show, which if you type it out says Avril Lavigne sings "Bite Me" on the Dick. <laughs> uh, joke. yeah Susan the darts Album Party remember that the what
2: Susan Boyle was releasing her album oh, and yeah, her yeah. management released the hashtag Susan Album Party but it's it read Sue's Anal Bum Party <laughs> oh
1: no it's <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. so good <laughs> uh, it's good to remember about the darts and the commentators because Sid Waddle mm. to be synonymous with that yeah. was it well Alexandra Alexander the Great was 33. He cried salt tears because there are no more worlds to conquer. Eric Bristow's only 27. <laughs> <laughs> <I> love that. <coughs> and so does the builder. Oh yeah, god. Yeah. So your y- yours is Bendy Cock. It's just that that soundbite <laughs> of Bendy Cock.
3: And the fact he just got it, he just saw the name Bendy Cock and got too excited and got everything wrong. That's what it is. It's fantastic.
1: Hawaii yeah. 501. Da da da. da, da. Da, 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 da. Cool. So, I was, was going to be going, Price get eliminated then. I thought that's what you're going to go with. But
2: Oh, the heel of darts.
1: Exactly. How dare he
3: have the audacity to take muscles up on yeah. the hockey.
2: Eh? It's wrong, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's to <not gonna>
3: happen. <laughs> well, you think this is a sport. <laughs> <laughs> How well.
2: Muscles and a fake tan. He's yeah. in the wrong
1: business. Yeah. No,
2: it needs characters like that. He's the gorgeous George of darts.
1: Phenomenal. Yeah, that's the one day equivalent to the fit yeah. lad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Look at this fancy Dan coming up from oh.
1: Wales. <laughs> Watches what he eats and drinks, who oh, love <laughs> He's never but, had a bent
2: toss in his life. <laughs> I have to question the booking though, because it seems set up for the uh, English lad to win. Uh, Smith, but then the one with the, the silly gimmick one again. Peter I Wright, believe. yes.
3: Snake Bite, Peter Wright. Yeah, you need to narrow it down the silly gimmick. When
2: he when he won it once, I understood the macho, it.
3: The macho man of the piece. Yes.
2: Well, oh, <laughs> the hu- like the hurricane or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when he um because Van Barneveld's like the Undertaker. Van, Ger- <laughs> yes. Van Gerwin's obviously Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And then I suppose Phil Taylor's like Hulk Hogan. It all yeah. makes there's there's equivalents for everybody in dark. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Wow.
1: Oh next tier list you do <laughs> from the comfort of your bedroom and the builder Ooh. you can ask him actually bit,
2: that makes it sound like the building. he's just here he's just sat next to me just to the drill <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to knock this through Aye, mate, I'm, just, I'm just doing it
1: <laughs> he just walks in front of the camera <laughs> anyway my pick for Hall of Fame uh, sticking in with the great uh, Christmas party feel was going and see every year I go see me parents my dad's side then I go see my parents on my mum's side but mum's side of the family all get this big get-together in Darlow and it's so great seeing that side of the family because sometimes it's the only time of the year I get to see him. We're all adults now, we're all doing different things. We can't all meet up and, you know, kick each other's heads in the playground like we used to. So what we do, is part of the little things there, other than eat, drink and be merry and have a good time, is always have this thing where we go to a charity shop and get a gift for a fiver, wrap it up and then put it in this big bag and we all like, get it and it usually results in, you know, getting some you know, shampoo or stuff that they haven't really tried with. But sometimes it's some really naff novelty stuff. And this year, uh, I was able to get this little pick from my mum. Obviously, she spent a lot of time here at the charity shop. She uh, wrapped it up, bought it, and I got a dodgy-looking penguin. Oh my! As uh, God, the thing to take home. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And I tried to leave it. But I was like, no, you're taking that on the, the train home with you. I went, oh,
4: fantastic. So,
1: <laughs> just mean this. Better than a mask this, keeping people away from you get COVID. Because having... I thought, wait a minute, is this a really bootleg-looking Feathers McGraw for and Gromit? And because that's why I said, oh, it's for and Gromit. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. It's no. nothing like him. But a look on the label reveals it's a creature comfort. Teddy. Oh, creature yes. comfort, which predates Wallace and Gromit, I think. I'm not sure. I what a and, and
3: post dates? Didn't it? It came back for a, a second run.
1: That's right, it did. Yeah. So this podcast feels like one long creature comfort sometimes, <laughs> but, yeah, especially when Jack's telling the story. But for now, oh, we're going to nominate this terrifying, me. terrifying. Pe- I mean, in a nice way. This terrifying uh, penguin uh, that my mum got me because I know she watches this podcast and wanted to know that. Actually, no. This will be a test to see if she does. Ah, there we go. I'll ask her next week. So what do you think the podcast? Oh, it was good. Yeah. Ooh. Wow, that Chipata news was decent, wasn't it? I was like, oh, okay. But anyway. <laughs> What's so, the Penguin
2: yeah. called, Matthew? Have you named it? Have
1: I named the Penguin? Uh, you put me on a stop now.
2: Oh, no. Well, don't worry. Don't rush these things.
1: Eric Bristow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. It's only 27. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my nomination. What have you got for us, Jack?
2: Um. So... Um so you might you know James from Triple Jump one of the wonderful editors of Triple Jump and writers oh, yeah. as well he does a bit of writing as well he's a he's a tour de force um he and his girlfriend Beth have recently been fostering cats and oh, wow. um they've they did they did the first one he we, he went off and found his family currently they've got two two cats called Mango and chutney um and my girlfriend has been in touch and she's going to be the one who adopts Mango and chutney so oh. Wow. When I finally recover from COVID and go around hers, there'll be these two cats and I'll be no longer a priority, but that's fine because I like the look of them. They look like adorable little cats. And um, I'm just going to preemptively, I think, nominate them for the Hall of Fame. But I've already chosen a favorite, which I think is a bad thing because I've not even met them yet. But I like Mango a bit better. She just seems a bit more chilled than Chutney. Chutney seems like he's got potential to be a little terror. But yeah, just preemptively going to nominate them because I'm sure they're going to be fantastic. And also uh, as a way of shouting out uh, James and his girlfriend, Beth, for the wonderful um, for the wonderful fostering job they're doing on the cats. So I thought that was quite a nice, just quite a nice feel good little story there. Long may it continue. So mango and chutney. Also, you could, if you just write down just mango and chutney in the thing, people might mistake it for the combination of flavors and think, <laughs> yeah, I'll vote for that. Yeah, why not? So there we go
1: nice i like the thought process there so saying mm. chutney's the genetti
2: yeah yeah no already uh, it's kind of like mango seems much quieter and chutney it's like they're like enzo and cass i think chutney's like enzo more <laughs> no 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 Never mind. I'm not, no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do no um okay so mango's like devon and chutney's like bubba ray there we go that'll do uh. Well mango no better better would be Mango's Jeff Hardy and Chutney's Matt. Matt Chutney talks more, but Mango's just got this innate charisma about her. She's an enigma.
1: See, this is exactly what I mean by this is like creature comforts. We could have had <laughs> a turtle, a polar bear or whatever saying all that, and we would have won awards. But instead <laughs> it comes from the mouth of angels, that is Jack. So thank you very much, mate, for that. That's a lovely thing there. Are you okay with cats?
2: Yeah, I prefer them. To dogs, because I'm allergic oh, yeah. to dogs, so I can't experience the warmth of a dog's love ever.
1: Oh, I know. But it's nice thinking that. Oh well, I'm not around, so my girlfriend's getting two cats. <laughs> so, instantly. yeah, in case she misses, you know,
2: just having someone around.
1: Yeah, having a little, a little fur ball demanding things from me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Being sick on the carpet.
1: Being sick on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> He needs feeding and looking after. No, that's yeah. great, Jack. Um, I can't wait to see the development of this, when you get to see him? Uh, see the evolution of them, and hopefully not here in a few weeks' time going, can I remove them from the Hall of Fame because I hate them? Or yeah, like. I'm, sure
2: it'll, I'm sure it'll get to that stage surprisingly fast. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, on that lovely cat-filled mango and chutney note, the three picks for you, just to remind you, uh, are we going to put Bendy Dick?
3: Bendy cock. cock,
1: how dare Bendie you? Dick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's a different family, that. <laughs> it's a different region. <laughs> Do you know um, about
2: the historic feud between the de Dicks and the D'Cock?
1: <laughs> I beg your pardon, apologies for <laughs> all the dicks out there. Uh, the Bendy Cock. Uh, Disturbing Looking Penguin, which I've thrown and can't get now. And Mango and Chutney, which we'll just leave it as that. Hopefully getting the mango chutney crowd And the cats in there Very clever mm. Those three picks Are your three picks alone If you go to the cul-de-holic Patreon At patreon.com For slash Cultaholic And place your votes Anytime now Well In 24
3: hours If you're watching the podcast live When it goes live 8pm oh, GMT something... On a Saturday That's when the poll goes live On the Patreon Oh Beg your pardon That says This week in the wrestling It's this bloody week
1: Ah, this week in wrestling, mm. SmackDown, just a compilation episode featuring WWE's top ten moments of the year. Hey!
2: So I didn't, I didn't, didn't bother watching it for
1: yet. It, no. no. <laughs> AW Rampage, Darby Allen beats Antti Bowens. Uh, Andrade distracts him after the match, which allows they to lay out Sting with their boombox. Oh. Lock her up! Lock her
2: up! Lock oh, yeah. her up! So yeah. Max, Max Caster's rap was about. Can I even say the name? Will that cause trouble? She
3: um, who must
2: not
1: be yeah, named.
2: Yeah. Lock the um, bitch up. Oh, yeah. Well, she is. She is. She's from oh, Gildi. Yeah. So that's, yeah.
1: Oh, that one. Yeah. Don't say the name. Okay. YouTube won't like it. Yeah, probably that not. That one woman you don't like, mm. then it's her. Stephanie so- McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> the head teacher from Matilda. <laughs> the one you don't like, that's what one he was talking about. Yeah, there we go. Very more not, not worthy than the match, to be honest with you. Oh no, I thought if
3: you if you like a lot of wrestling in your wrestling matches, this is the match oh, for no. you. I thought the 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 the, oh, the match based offense was fantastic. Lots of back and forth. I really enjoyed
1: this match. It's all right, but you know what? I'm not immediately grabbed by a feud between these two people.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but it we'll might be one of Gans. those might be one of those back burner feuds that just gives people time to take over before the next thing. Yeah, I like um. I always I like how good Bowens is, but every time I see his name written down, I almost call him Andrew Bowers, which is the name That's of right. the man behind North Wrestling. They've just got yeah. very similar names and they're both involved in wrestling, so it's it's just hard.
4: I'm That's sure
3: because I call him Bendy Cock by mistake sometimes. Who <laughs> <laughs> would have thought That's just eh? ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: were you gonna say, Matthew? Sorry I cut you off. Nothing as good as that, so move on. <laughs> Tay Conti and Anna Jay team up to beat the Bunny and Penelope Ford in a nope. bloody no-DQ match. I remember saying to someone like, yeah, the AW Women's Division's weird because it feels like there's Britt Breaker at the top. Britt Breaker. Britt Baker. Bron- Bron- <laughs> Britt Breaker. Britt Breaker. There Brian you go. yeah, NXT champion Britt Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> and then underneath it's like there's not much going on. And this was like, oh, yeah, Matthew will show you with his mid-card uh Women's match, a few things again, and an amazing level of violence and mm. blood and table no breaking. That was mm. not expecting at all. This was quite impressive. It I, was I'm kind not, of a sorry, sorry it was
2: on. just kind of out of nowhere, was all I was going to say. But but go on,
3: I was going to say that table not breaking was added even more to the move. Way had knee just clattered Ty you right in the chin, it was absolutely brutal. Mm. Um, but I bunnies blading. She's got to be one of the best bladers in the history of professional wrestling with that job. Well, My she's
2: with goodness. one of them, so she's probably got to know how to do it, Ross. Hey. <laughs> that's what they do in their spare time. Oh, dear me.
3: Oh, casual Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> you um, go to gigs down at the O2 Academy in Bricksmith. No, no, no They hey, do yo. the gigs. Gig? <laughs> don't mind if I do?
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, um... Well, i I totally lost what I was... Oh, <laughs> Sorry. um... It reminds me do you remember like oh god it could have been six months ago, it could have been two years ago. Like I've got no idea when this yeah. match happened, but there was a bunkhouse brawl randomly on a dynamite. I think Dustin Rhodes was involved. And it just yeah. it was just randomly really bloody and brutal on TV. And it reminded me
1: of this. Yeah, that might have been last year. It might have I mean, been last It was Dustin Rhodes ago? and it was a tag match, but I'm trying to think who Dustin Rhodes was teaming with. QT. That sounds right.
2: It might have been <laughs> That's before he yeah, I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was QT Marshall in that Bunkhouse Brawl? That can't be right, though. I
2: think he... Well, he was Dustin's tag partner for a while.
1: I'll have wow. a quick Google. AEW yeah. Bunkhouse Brawl. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that match. Yeah, it's like the unexpected bloody no DQ, Made a card mm. feud match. It's like, all right, just great. in
2: like the middle of the week. Just out of yeah. nowhere.
3: It was the Butcher and the Blade versus Dustin. And... Oh... Come on. I'm on the YouTube clip because that's the first thing that came up. And whoever... Dustin teamed with. It was QT. We're, we're just it was, was QT.
1: From. It was wow. QT.
2: Thank oh, you. Oh, 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 DJ oh. DJ oh, oh. Richard Tubman there, isn't
1: there? The, extraordinary. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes defends his newly won TNT title against Ethan Page. Sky tries to interfere but stopped by Dustin. And, of course, Cody wins.
2: Adrenaline. <laughs> in my soul.
1: Wearing.
3: Yeah. While wearing, of course, to the ring. The best professional wrestling t-shirt on the market at the moment. Have you seen it, Matthew? No. Which one are you talking about? It's got three boxes, and it says heel. No tick. Oh, that one. No No tick. (sighs) Winner. A tick in the box next to winner. He's not a bad guy. He's not a good guy. (laughs) He's the guy. (laughs) He's Roman Reigns these days. Yeah. Um, But it was... I thought Cody's got us in the palm of his hand. He's got us under his thumb, hasn't he? The way he's working us, isn't he? Sometimes he's being a good guy, asking for sort of hand claps and pull-ups from the crowd. See that in the front row, asking someone for a helping hand. Then he's being a dickhead in other instances. He's playing us all like a little
0: fiddle.
2: You know, the, sorry about the the builders stopped drilling, but he's just, he's just started dropping poles now. And you know OSW, I think it is, He mentioned the clangy poles whenever there's a backstage brawl? And the yeah. poles just fall over. That's what it sounds <laughs> like outside, man. Um, but yeah, I think I think I agree with Ross. Cody has got us in the palm of his hand. I just I hope they don't. I know that we all like slow burn storylines, and AW are going to be impatient. But I hope this doesn't. This feels like it's gone on long enough already. I hope they don't drag it out for too much longer.
1: He's just won the title again. I mean, i have got to do something with him. So mm. yeah, uh, just I, like just me, I just
2: mean before before he before he like turns
1: before he turns.
2: I hope it doesn't take too long before he... takes.
1: for that. Well, I hope it doesn't take too long
2: before he overtly does bad stuff.
3: I I think this is what we're going to get from Cody going forward. He's going to be like Roman Reigns was like a couple of years ago. But deliberately. But deliberately, yeah.
2: But then they need to start having him wrestle faces rather than heels. Mm. For for, for now, it's fine. But eventually, like he needs to take off. Well, with Sammy, it it worked really well. So... uh, Yeah.
1: I him like, I went through a burning table for you guys. And at that moment, it's like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, you rule Cody the next week. Boo. <laughs> Set yourself on fire again, lad. Uh, yeah. I, I think Cody's just doing this just to keep people like us something to talk about in VEW. Is he? Will he? Won't he? We don't know. i keep on watching and getting the £5 pound from Tony Khan. Master of Twitter.
2: Oh, uh, no. WWE Day 1. I didn't even speak about that. I, did. Was I thought just... it was
1: best to just... Uh, Okay, well, just yeah. in summary, what a
2: tit. Uh, that's, all, that's, <laughs> all I, that's all I can think. All I'm say. saying
1: is, if I was a billionaire, do you think the last thing I would be doing would be on Twitter?
2: Or running a wrestling from I'd just be on holiday all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right,
1: fantasy book, do, 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 All right, I'm going to Barbados. I'd like, be on Twitter doing But
2: You can just imagine AW's PR team like, no. Like, what are you doing? And you've got to feel for big Swole. Like, I don't know the circumstances by which you left, but for your boss to come out and say, Yeah, I thought they were I thought they were crap. What? That's just a horrible thing to do.
1: Yeah, especially he correct himself after he put her, her over. And again, just the, again, I think the nuance has been just completely destroyed over discussions because a lot of that could be taken off of just doing stuff via Twitter. You know, it's always good you can make a, a convincing argument when you're limited by the space you have on your screen. But Swole had some some very decent points. Well well, written out and described about how lack of uh that di- oh what's the word diverge no diversity diversity I was a divergence that's not right diversity in AEW uh and it was well written and then it got result it got burned down to Tony Khan going no look all the people we have got uh you're not very good at wrestling and suddenly the argument went from does she have a point and at the top of the card she certainly does. It's, uh, it's very white up there. Um but then it got turned to is Tony Khan a racist which is like alright cool. That's all. When, whenever, whenever like big arguments appear online, they don't last th- that size for very long. They get broken down into that, yeah. bite-sized chunks, and then uh, so the dogs on Twitter can eat them.
2: All nuances lost. But yeah. Tony Khan's statement was it was the, it was also I think the, the way that he went, I let Big Soul go because I didn't think she was very good enough. Watch my show tonight. Come on, <laughs> yeah. thinking, oh, By I'll the way, in that. the same tweet. <laughs> oh, it was so annoying. Oh. Not annoyance under underplaying it, but it was it was really 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 stupid. Mm. What a whopper!
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for five pound, Tony Com. Uh <laughs> Day one, the Down first... since day one. Am I being daft? I didn't hear that one time being mentioned. Yeah. All oh, right. Well, I love the Mac entire f- point of it. When it came when, out first, what more do you want? And Pat
2: McAfee said like, "What better way to kick off?" But there wasn't any oh. explicit reference to it.
1: He's a bit of a dull raw now, he So maybe you did say it, you're right. Mm. Anyway, the first. What do you mean? He's not a dull
3: raw. Ever since Jacks mentioned it, oh, I yeah. swear he's done it ten times as hard because <laughs> I can't, I can't not notice it now. And it was very apparent in this first matchup, especially on this premier
1: live event. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, for like people. Poems. Not... Don't worry, I, I put that in the notes. Actually, I
1: was going to say, yeah, first premium live event. That's what they now say, not for pay per views, because that's a very outdated concept. Not for network specials, I guess because it's not the network anymore because it's a bit on Peacock. They're not going to call it the name of someone's manager in the darts, so they're going to call it Premium Live Event instead. It's the first
2: crypto show, crypto wrestle of the year.
1: The first NFT (laughs) Premium Ape of the year, whatever.
2: I'm um, the new NFT champion. NFT.
1: Yeah, <laughs> NFT. We're going imagine, to give you what we want.
2: Imagine there's an NFT championship. It just doesn't exist. They've got, they've got to show it on their phone.
1: In, Impact. <laughs> yeah, on them, they, they? only I yeah. own it. Wait, is that a real thing on Impact? No,
3: no, not NFT, oh. but it's like the Digital Media Championship, which mm. I guess an NFT
1: can fall into some, yeah, way, yeah. some way. I believe. Russell's oh, yeah. got their, their, their phone stuck to their belt. They're showing <laughs> it. Uh, on the pre-show, Seamus and his best friend, Ridge Holland, beat Czar and Ricochet, which is technically true, but what happened was uh, Ricochet, then assisted 450 splash, right onto poor Ridge Holland's nose. Yeah. Did a bad job of it, uh, of his face, I mean, and Ridge Holland had to leave the match prematurely, and then Seamus had to bravely, bravely, healy, healy, beat Tsar and Ricochet by himself. Mm-hmm. Which it sums up Cesar and Ricochet's <laughs> place on the card in 2022, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, this just obviously didn't go the way anyone wanted. I Hump think Rich it was... Holland's all
3: right. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, yeah.
1: But I think it more yeah. sums
3: up why Sheamus won the Holly Wrestling Podcast Wrestling the year for 2021.
1: Oh, the feedback, that's been tremendous. <laughs> I wish I could hear any of it. Yeah. Well, you get... know
2: what? I went. I went to see what the feedback was like, expecting quite self-righteously expecting everyone to say Jack should have... Jack's pick should have... But no, I saw mainly like 80-20 in favour of you two for picking Seamus. Really? Well, that's what I I haven't heard
1: anything. Lots of people had feedback for the uh, episode one watch-along. I didn't hear uh, diddly squat about this, so I was worried. I thought, has it gone live? Has it been taken down? (laughs) I was just in the
2: comments. I just had a look in the comments. I know that that. that we shouldn't do that, but
1: yeah, I don't anyway. know. I was expecting people to be best to be going. You're an idiot. You're a prawn mm. sandwich. You know what you're talking about, pal. But uh, no. Oh, that's
2: good. well. I, I know that the uh, it didn't go down well with the brew crew because <laughs> apparently <laughs> I know the appara- victory. Apparently, once we'd uh, finished shooting that, and we went off next door. Um, I think it was Tubman who was sat with us for that one, or was it Andrew? Richard, it was- can you just was it you who was there for the culties in? It studio? was Tubman, yeah. It was Tubman, yeah. Oh, um, uh, Tubman said that he went through. And they were like, oh, who won wrestler of the year? And he was like, Sheamus. And apparently the room was, oh, tables flying all over the place. What? Sheamus?
1: It's like QT Marshall last year, just tables <laughs> yeah. everywhere. There was ah. a bull rope. Gig. Good. I'm glad I annoyed them then. Um, so <laughs> after that, the Usos successfully defended the SmackDown Tag Titles against the New Day, pinning Kofi Kingston with a uh, 3D for some reason.
4: Yeah,
2: whoa. A, wa- yeah. a, one, a, a 1D? War? <laughs> Day 1D
3: um, Day 1D I, I thought it was quite nice in this because we've seeing the Usos versus New Day a million times already so I was, it was nice to see the Usos especially whapping out all these new moves but also I think they were paying tribute to stars of the past such as the Dudleys and Jimmy he whapped out a whisper in the wind, didn't he? Off the top rope. I, I don't think I've seen him do it before. I might, I might have seen him do it before, but I can't remember it. So I assume that the the new offense was to add new strokes to this feud, but also to pay tribute to the stars of the past.
2: I enjoyed this match far more than I because th- I, I, in the build up, like many people, I was like, "Oh, another New Day Usos match. Like it'll be good." But but I enjoyed it way more than I thought. I, than I thought I would. And I think I'm I'm I was worried the New Day would just win again. And at this time, out, I quite wanted the users to retain, and they did. So no complaints yeah. at all.
3: And Xavier Woods continues his ascent in kayfabe terms to being the best professional wrestler in the world.
2: Yeah, the pin kofi.
3: Yeah, and Xavier did all of the moves again. Yeah, it's been an amazing year for Xavier Woods. <laughs> Sorry, King Woods. doing, King doing Woods.
1: The that's right. a little the disservice there. My liege, bleh bleh. Bleh bleh. That's what he says. <laughs> Down since bleh bleh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I like the idea of them going. All right, cool. We've had ten thousand matches. This is one of them. It was very good. We're gonna to have to do something different. Let's do a three D. So is that gonna be a recurring thing? So next time we see him on SmackDown, having another match, which probably it, happened by the time this is aired, they're gonna to have to end it with a Heart Foundation close eye combo or the Boogie Bang, a la Doring and Roadkill. Just keep on coming with up the, with a different finisher. From just you know, stick with the three
2: really D. No one kicks out the three D, apart from Chris Sabin.
1: And Masato Tanaka. And Tanaka. Yeah. Just
2: use the 3D. You'll win every match.
1: Yeah. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss were yeah, here. Yes. Here yes. He to crack some jokes. Get in. <laughs> Look the bed going up and down. Moss says, up. That, <laughs> Moss says that when he beats Drew, he's going to have to change his name to Who McIntyre?
2: <laughs> they nearly took a bump because they were laughing so hard at the joke.
1: That would be great if they, they bumped every punchline. Who, oh. McIntyre? But bum. <laughs> Drew enters and wins a nothing-ass 10-minute match. And then later backstage, the pair ambush Drew and beat him down. Corbin wraps a chair around his neck and throws a truss into it because the feud must continue.
2: Really, I it was brutal, really brutal attack backstage, actually.
1: wasn't it, because yeah, it sounds like your l- bedroom.
3: <laughs> a legitimate injury, hasn't he? Drew, that's why they did it to write him off for a bit. Oh, probably. that would make sense. sure, sure I read that somewhere rather Boom. than continue the feud but uh, yeah this match was on a should have been on a Smackdown it was nothing I didn't enjoy my cat Moss's fare. he caught a flying Drew didn't he um, to do a fall away slam which was impressive but then the other highlight for me was Pat comparing a Drew McIntyre chop to BTS because it sounded clapping <laughs> eh?
1: I'm down
2: so the kids say
1: hi okay. sounded... Mamma mia at that <laughs> false <force> reference <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea what happened to Drew McIntyre since last year, since his title feud.
3: To be fair, I think he deserved that attack afterwards for for doing that line where he's like, my God, it's so hot in Atlanta. Uh, Get the cringy bollocks away from you, Drew. You don't oof. need it, Bonnie lad. You don't need it.
1: You're right. Yeah. <sighs> RK, bro, enter with, uh, is it Migos? Migos. Migos, No, No, no,
3: no, no, no. The the, the full title is the greatest group in the world, Migos.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They limp-biscuited them. them. That's right.
1: That's a verb. Uh, Tag talent defense. I
2: don't think I mentioned, but their interview backstage, like, it was like... um, you know when you're a teenager and you can't get excited about anything so because it's not cool to be excited? That's what I got from the Migos. They were all like, yeah, we're really excited to be here. We're huge fans, whatever. They, they just they came across like they didn't care at all. It was very funny. Versace, 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 It's one of their songs. Versace, it's called.
1: Is it? <laughs> Thanks, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the champs win and everyone celebrates with uh, Migos in the ring afterwards. This was okay because it's face versus face. Um even worse, Arcu Pro even more face than the challenges. So it's like, okay, you guys weren't even though the Street Profits. Was it face yeah. versus face though? Because I think just for this match and this match alone, I
3: thought
2: the Street Profits were quite healy. They were getting in Migos' faces. It was uh, it didn't work because what which which of these two teams often makes references to do with hip hop culture, right? It's not Randy kid, it's not RK Pro. So I don't know why Migos would be would it not have made more sense the other way around? I guess the celebrity always has to be on the side of the winner. So I suppose Yeah.
1: But you also have to remember that makes a lot of sense. But there be logic and it is right. Randy Orton is insanely over no matter what he does or who he goes with. So how bad would it have been if Migos had come out the Street Profits and they'd been booed because they weren't with Randy Orton?
2: <laughs> that I don't in Atlanta. That's yeah. where oh no, no. they would have,
1: they would have cheered for Randy Orton over Migos. I don't okay, how many I'm sold. I mean, how how many pennies they've made via Spotify? Uh, Migos would have been booed against Randy. Mm.
2: Okay. He, yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually, yeah, because as soon as he whips out the RKO, everyone, everyone forgets yeah. about logic. To, yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah, it's all he needs, man. Forever over Randy Orton, and after that, Edge <sighs> takes on the Miz. Maurice keeps interfering until Beth Phoenix appears at the top of the ramp. She has to wait until her music plays like on hero. <laughs> but finally heads the ring and chases Reese away. Edge wins with the spear.
3: She doesn't move until her music plays because yeah. that's what will let the people know that she wants to beat up And uh, That was fantastic. I don't know whose fault that was, but it was great. Kevin, uh, Kevin Dunn, Kevin Dunn. The match was wrestled like a, a main event from a bygone era. Like a proper American professional wrestler main event, I thought this was. A nice throwback. Ooh. A nice change of gears. Going in reverse,
2: going in just reverse. fully like heel baby face. Yeah, yeah, fair enough.
3: The old va- old fashioned valet tropes from Maurice as well, getting involved and doing. Some yeah, stuff. I like
2: I liked that actually. That was really good. Yeah, managers aren't used enough in WWE. I know we all say it, but it's true.
1: See, I want to like it, but. They keep on doing this for Miz. Miz is such an amazing character and probably continue to be, but then they keep on putting him in these matches where he has to go 20 minutes long because, I guess, you have to on a premium live event. And he's just not suited for that. It's what killed the Daniel Bryan feud when they finally got in the ring. It's like, all right, Miz, go 20 minutes. He's like, what? Um, Me? Oh, yeah, I'm a mini Benoit, me. Like, that's going to work. So I'd have loved this match if it was 10 minutes. (laughs) Could you not have said anything? I was going to say, why Ben what? Benoit? You
2: know, I've said, like, Michaels Sorry. or...
1: Because like... all those wrestlers have come back, you see. So it's like, wait. So, apart from him, obviously. I don't, until next Saudi event, we'll never know. So, I would have probably liked this match if it was a lot less like Miz. All right, Miz, here's the part you're not good at. But it's still all right. I'm looking forward to the mixed tag. Yay, Maurice. Yay, Beth. Zahira. Yeah, I
2: thought I'd quite, i like. I'd... I think my opinion falls somewhere between yours and Ross's. I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was fine.
3: Yeah, it hmm. took my mind back to much simpler times.
1: Simpler than wrestling.
3: Yeah, or teeny tot. You know, twenty years ago, where your only main concern was like how clean your football boots were and what stickers you had <laughs> and stuff.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Football crazy, chocolate mad. Becky Lynch successfully defends the Raw Women's Title against Liv Morgan. She a to pin after a manhandle slam but can't quite reach the ropes for leverage so just ends up winning clean. Mm. Oops.
2: Mm. Poor Liv.
1: <laughs> Look, Liv is alright in the ring but the promos she's been, she's been forced to read have done absolutely nothing for her because she gets absolutely no reception when she does them from the crowd. And then she's had basically the same bucket as Tony Storm with Charlotte. Alright, here's the big idea. You go out and lose the first match, yeah, all right, and then you lose the second one as well. So, <laughs> so I'm tapped out from this. Not yeah. invested anymore, you know.
2: And it the finish because now they have to think of a reason to carry this on, and they did carry it on a bit on Raw. But why? Because she's just lost clean, and I know that's a, a mistake, but it didn't help anything really, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, I thought I don't know. It just I think it. Just the fact that she's still in there sort of highlights the lack of depth on the, the ladies' roster on mm-hmm. Raw. Because um, obviously they brought back, we'll get on this a bit later on, but they brought back Bianca, who was up there, and then started doing something else and now is back up there. And then Liv, who just lost and should be down at the bottom, but she's back up at the top. But I thought the match was yeah. quite okay. I thought at one point with the, the corner stomps on the stairs and then whatever she did in the ring, I thought Liv had it at one point, but obviously not. And then, but yeah, she did some nice spinning DT, oh. DDT things and then a sunset flip bomb. That was good, but then,
1: apart from that, I just thought it was okay. I was going to say, yeah, the, the, uh, the woof-woof-moo-moo-v th of the week <laughs> is, that's right, Ross, stealing your thunder, is Liv Morgan's Sunset Flip bomb. Uh, was, was it even Sunset Flip? Do you call it a different move uh, name if you do the whoop into it? They,
3: they called it a Sunset Flip bomb on the commentary. That's why I've got that.
1: No, for. no, Pat McAfee called it Sunset Flip bomb! sunset sun- sun- flip Yeah. Like She's BTS!
2: She's been watching a bit of Hiromu Takahashi at Wrestle Kingdom, guys. No, he does it outside the ring, and it's really scary and dangerous.
1: Yeah. Good. What an idiot.
2: Mm. Yeah, what a silly boy.
1: Did you see any New Japan this year?
2: Yeah, me and Owen reacted to um, night one on Twitch and then I tested positive so we couldn't react to night two. <laughs> so, <laughs> so night one was good, thanks to everyone who joined in in the chat and stuff. But um, I watched a bit of night two as well the next morning. Oh. Well, I was going to do a little little quick mention of it at the end of this section though.
1: Oh, I see. I, I really so was going to shove it in. Oh, that's fine then. We'll move on. Uh, Johnny Knoxville sends in a message via Instagram announcing oh. that he wants to enter the Royal Rumble.
2: <laughs> oh, no. He's, do- he's oh, doing no, it, No,
1: no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was all for it when I heard it, and then I saw Knoxville with grey hair, and I didn't want to see that.
2: Yeah, would you, if this was. If this was 2003, would you be would you be up for it?
1: Dude, you could have won it in 03. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, uh, Knoxville, they could to got a cameo appearance. I mean, when uh, we watch Rumble 01, the Smart Call Caller podcast, which returns this week, and I remember like, oh, Drew Kerry. But it was done in a like, hey, it's me. It's Drew Carey. Oh, how you doing? And Vince's like, you know what? Seeing as you're here, why don't we put you in the Rumble? It's done like that. Now it's like, Weeks in advance, all right, Knoxville's going to be in it. Say, yeah,
2: Uh, you wonder like the
1: days of it just being like, oh wow, how crazy is it? Knoxville's just here with very little announcement, but it's just it's not how it works anymore. So,
2: in hindsight, is the Drew Carey bit did that benefit from being in a really hot period and from being in one of the best rumbles ever? Do we look back on it more kindly or was it genuinely? I think it was genuinely good.
1: Listen to the pop, it got. And the fact yeah. that it didn't distract. He it, it came in, did his thing, Kane scared him off, and he left. It was like, all right, that was funny. That was and it. When he,
2: when he offers him money, that's good as well.
1: Yeah, they might have Knoxville eliminate someone.
2: Oh, God, they might. Oh. <laughs> they will. Like, mm, he's definitely no, Right, man. let's all pick who he's going to eliminate. I'll oh. go for... Um, I'll man go for
4: Garza.
2: Angel gaza <laughs> oh. Madcap Moss. I'll say Ziggler. I'll go big. I'll say
1: Ziggler. Oh, God. Mm.
3: But uh, crucially, I think Knoxville will be eliminated by Volta just by being hauled over the top rope to use a joint. Let's team. all
2: also pick. Uh, okay, you've got Walter.
1: I'm picking Walter as well. <laughs> okay, oh. See, the guy yeah, who yeah. most resembles Butterbean on the roster.
2: <laughs> I'll go for. I'll go for Otis.
1: they could have had Butterbean because he's a WrestleMania legend, but apparently he can't walk very well nowadays. So, so oh really?
2: Yeah. Oh. That's a shame. Yeah,
1: but then again, neither can Knoxville. So. <sighs>
2: You seen that then, YouTube, oh,
1: the, oh, the YouTube video where
3: it goes through all Knoxville's injuries that he's got from yeah, doing jackass yeah. down the Bloody hell! If he, I, I'm a bit scared. If he does take a bump over the top rope, he might just fall apart. Like his body mm. just go brr, yeah. on the floor.
1: That's why it's like this is the last jacket. I'm not doing like the band cases keep on teasing retirement. It's like no, no, we're really done after this. <sighs> uh, and also, that's not the big news from this uh, network TV debut special thingy. It is, of course, that Roman Reigns tested positive for the vid, just like Jack, and had to be obviously scrapped from the match. So they turned it into a five-way for the WWE title as opposed to the world title. Sorry, Universal. Um, with Brock Lesnar being inserted into the four-way with Biggie, Lashley, Owens, and Rollins. And I don't know if they had a lot more planned for this, but then Brock came in and went, Whoa, uh, no, 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 I'm not doing 20 minutes. Um, I'm like doing eight, eight minutes. minutes. yeah. I don't know if that was because of Brock, because obviously Brock doesn't do that, doesn't do these type of matches. He's probably just—I I can't figure this out. I don't know how it came about, but I loved it. I thought it was a tremendous way to end the night. Uh, Mere eight minutes. No, I'm all right after the 20-minute Edge Miz, and then the 17-minute Becky Live. I'm like, I'm all right after all these long, long matches. Uh, just having a nice, comfortable eight-minute main event that was nonstop stop moves and action. Uh, and then Brock won. It's like, big,
2: pinning
3: oh.
4: Big
3: E. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I agree with Matthew. I love the structure of the match. You saw it was all bombs and bombs and bombs and bombs and bombs. And I liked the shock of Brock Lesnar winning because I think Brock's been fantastic over the past month or so, cutting his own promos and whatnot. He's been very entertaining. It's been nice to see him being that way as well after so long of not being so. But seeing him beat Big E the way he did, that left a sour taste in my mouth. I like the shock of Brock Lesnar winning, but not pinning Big E like that. I thought it was a bit unnecessary. No.
2: Yeah, he could have pinned he could have pinned anyone else and uh, not Lashley maybe but he could have pinned Owens or Rollins and I wouldn't have minded but yeah. Uh I, but I the match reminded me a little bit of Jermaine like the summer of 2017 when Strowman and Lesnar and Joe and all the lads oh, would yeah. just yes. throw things at each other. It was a bit like that a little bit. Um and when Lesnar was celebrating a good bit actually even though I I don't think he should have pinned Big E. Was that it? Did set up the next thing because Lashley was outside the ring, still standing, and he was like, "Oh, you're not harder than me," I'm Bobby Lashley, me. Mm.
4: Exactly.
2: And that one, that, that one little
3: bit they had in the ring as well, people went mental for, which is mm-hmm. nice to
2: see, like Hogan and Warrior in the 1990 Royal yeah. Rumble, just like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that on Raw, which oh, it is now. Mm. Uh, Paul Heyman opens the show introduces Brock Lesnar, because if you're not paying attention, Roman Reigns fired Heyman. We get a good, a very lovely, dramatic video package for Heyman on the Smackdown before the other Smackdown we talked about. Uh, so I was like, yeah, he's left, he's gone. But I always thought, like, oh no, that's just a swerve or something's going to happen, and no, he left and joined Brock. Oh, okay. <laughs> As you would do if you're a, a
3: snivelling, dirty heel manager. A, 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 what a boil on the arse of
1: life? I think Jim mm. Ross would call him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A pube in the sandwich of life Uh, They brag about getting Brock like
2: like Jose Mourinho Crawling back to
1: Chelsea Ah. (laughs) They brag about getting Brock in the title match Heyman says that Brock will defend the title At the Rumble Facing whoever wins tonight's fatal four-way main event AKA the match they're going to have Before Brock stuck his all in And then Brock says "Hey, Hope you get better soon pal to Roman I I I I thought
3: this was was fantastic from Hayman because it felt like he went off the script with the line about um, how Becky would leave Seth because he couldn't beat Brock Lesnar. And then just saying, oh, look what's happened since the Council of the Tribal Chiefs left him. He's been very vulnerable and got COVID. (laughs) I felt like not something that would script. But then again, after the lines (sighs) about the releases and whatnot, maybe they did script it. I don't know. Um, But I thought it sort of gave... Yeah, I think we all knew what was going to happen after, as we say, the standoff at the end of day one-ish, but it sort of gave away the, the result of the four-way, just how dismissive Heyman was of everybody, apart from Lashley, who he bigged up to be the hardest man since Brock Lesnar.
2: <laughs> yeah. it, it was refreshing as well. Not that not that I've not enjoyed Heyman's stuff with Roman, because it's been amazing, but it was a nice change of pace for Heyman to get his balls back and be all, oh, I'm Paul Heyman again, after spending so long being like... Yes, my tribal chief. No, I liked it. I was like, yeah, Heyman's, he's got his swagger back, guys.
1: Yeah. No, no, Lesnar back. Lesnar. Yeah, that's the one. Not Jack Swagger, Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, backstage. Eh? Uh. Backstage <laughs> Riddle. There you go. There's the first reference of the year for Jack Swagger. <laughs> riddle is all dripped up like Seth Rollins and John Morrison taking inspiration from the Migos at day one. Oh, I see. I didn't even realise that. Owen doesn't like this and says Riddle's New Year's resolution should be listened to him even more. They have a tag match against Alpha Academy and lose with Orton's pinning Riddle. Did you ever think you'd see the day when you'd see this on TV? (laughs) Absolutely annihilated,
2: though.
3: (laughs) That's what, yeah. Vince McMahon yeah. said that on the. Pay- oh, was this a Survivor series where he got off the phone? He's like, Otis will press. <laughs> 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 but this Otis, the reversal from an RKO into a world's strongest slam, better than Mark Henry ever did it. Ooh. That has come in second place. Why do
1: you guys keep on doing this?
3: I'm not, it's because it's true. You know it's true as well, don't you, Matthew? You know it's nah. true. Yeah, you know I it's true, love that you. bit when Mark Evans yeah, shoves Randy
1: off. The, get off me. We'll <laughs> <slap.">
3: <laughs> uh, it came second in my move of the week, which this week is sponsored oh. by Blicksmith, who, because I came in the office for the first time this year today to do this podcast, and I got a lovely parcel on my desk and they've sent me two of their Sean Michaels shirts. This one is the limited edition one. You can get yours from, uh, bollocks, I'm not very good at this, blcksmth.co.uk fantastic blacksmith quality.
4: Without,
2: blacksmith without the, the vowels correct
3: A-E-I-O-U that is how we say them I A-E-I-O-U. That A-E-I-O-U that is how we do
1: and them and sometimes why mm, why <laughs> so um, what does it say on the shirt it says heartbreak kid oh I, couldn't, has, I was like why is it Shawn Michaels what are you on about but now I can see heartbreak kid it's
3: right, got right. a badge which has got like H-B-K it's all embroidered like it's very nice very high quality
1: ah nice
3: an amalgamation. I like the rascal pattern as well. I've got the other version out there as well, but it's black and white. Where it's blue and black here, it's not like one of those memes from back. I've just—it's one of those memes from back in the day. I've just realised—is it black or white or is it blue and black? Who—who who knows?
1: Is oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. But Ooh. like the fan, they are good. Lovely. Well, I would recommend. Book. What was the move? I got distracted by the. Uh... Uh, the, the second Brooke.
3: place in my move of the week, sponsored by this year. Oh, oh shirt second is, place, I see. Yeah. Is Otis's uh, reversal from an RKO into a world's strongest slant. Lovely.
1: Well, you know what? I'm I'm actually enjoying this feud. And there was a bit gutted when it's like, yay, Street Profits versus RK Pro. I'm like, why? Why is that the match at day one? Oh. But I went back to this. So I was like, yay, the good match is on again. Uh, Dana Brooke teams of Reggie to defend the 24 7 title in a tag match against Akira Tozawa and Tamina. It's not clear how the rules work, but she retains anyway, despite never being in the match. Reggie gets in the pinfall after falling out between Tamina and Zawa. I'm so glad I read all of that.
2: Yeah, it's my second least favorite segment of the this week in wrestling. We'll get to the my least favorite segment.
1: Oh, what's your next... what's your little segment sponsored by Jack?
2: Um, um COVID, Co- COVID,
1: <laughs> <laughs> COVID. Proudly presenting Jack's least favorite segments of the week.
2: <laughs> my favorite variant is the Omicron. What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me. Uh. Um, But no, uh, I'd I'd have enjoyed it if they'd put any... No, I wouldn't have enjoyed it even if they had, but it would have been nice if they put any thought or effort into the rules. I want to know the rules, but no one cares, so it's fair enough.
3: I thought this was a fantastic pantomime. I thought Tozawa kicking Tamina in the face and then the, the facial expressions that ensued from that was sensational stuff, but I'm glad I saw it. And also, um, I want to have a go at Dory for setting up Dana Brooke like that, because they did her dirty with that entrance, where... I don't know, it might have been her idea for all I know, but I don't know that, so I'm going to blame the company, because that's what we all do as wrestling fans. How can she do a handstand, right, on the apron, and expect not to bounce off the very springy ropes? That's what I want to know, eh? That's what I want to know. Mm. No, no one do physics at school? Because I did, and I listened. I can't. You can't do
1: that.
2: <laughs> I remember that bit of the syllabus. Aye. <laughs> um, yeah. what, what do you mean? Did I miss something? Did she fall during her entrance? No, Just
1: during she... her entrance, she does, yeah, as, as Ross says, very good. She does the uh handstand when she needs to, splits her arms, her legs, and then the idea is Reggie does a flip over. But uh, on the rig rope, she's like, Oh, I'll let I'll rest against this like it's a brick one. wall. Yeah. So she came down, uh, and then Reggie was like, Oh, whatever, we bounce over. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, did a dirty, I agree. Yeah, speaking of. Getting done dirty. Becky Lynch enters and says her New Year's resolution is to keep a hold of the raw women's title. She brags about being the goat meh until she's interrupted by Liv Morgan, who's still gunning for this title. Banca Belair enters and also wants a shot at Becky, who tells them both to leave. They all fight and Becky stands tall. Becky. Becky That's baby, right. Man. Becky stood tall goat. over the two people who both want to beat her up
2: she's the best
3: she's the best one clearly she is Vincent Van Goat <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> uh, that was the best bit of the segment for me yeah, but uh, yeah. the most interesting thing surrounding this entire Raw Women's title picture happened after the show because Becky did an interview with one of those lasses who do the interviews backstage I don't know what the names are these days um, but uh, she was like who do you want to face most out of um, Dewdrop got mentioned and, and then Liv and Bianca as well and then Becky just kept saying Doudrop because it's obviously a funny word and then she was like, oh, yeah, do Drop." And then she was like, the realisation of her face like, oh, she could benefit me. So maybe, just maybe, because we get Dewdrop in a bit as well, they could be forming some sort of HBK Diesel tandem.
2: Oh, uh, mm, do we need that?
3: Dewdrop do does. Mm.
2: Okay, yeah, that makes that's a good shout. Yeah, that makes sense. And I you're, think, that. you're thinking yeah. about the bigger picture when I, I was just... Quite single mindedly thinking, does Becky need that? Which is why Ross would. That's far more considerate book in there, Ross. Yeah. Than, than She's me. people
1: booing it because right now its it's been months since it happened. It still feels like, all right, we have to boo, boo Becky now. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but having a dewdrop, having a heater, as they say. Yeah. Watch your back. Uh, as well as drop complaining backstage about not getting a title shot. So it's only to fill books and one tr- contenders' triple threat match between dewdrop, Morgan, and Belair. Maybe next week she'll just beat them both up. Yeah.
2: And then Hopefully. Becky will come out and beat, beat them all up and be the best
1: Yeah, she is. <laughs> and no one else will be at the top of the card apart from Becky and people It's mildly boo her. It's
2: like what Ross said in the day one bit, is that it does show the lack of depth, doesn't it, really?
1: Uh, yep. Well. E- the puddle that is the women's division on Raw. Kevin Owens approaches Seth and wants to work together in the main event. Seth agrees and walks off laughing. How does that sound, Ross? You caught me off guard there. I'm sorry,
4: Matthew.
1: <laughs> Mister Q, go. which has Kev worried. Back in the ring, Queen Zelina and Carmella beat Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash to retain the women's tag belts in seconds.
2: Nothing changes. War never changes, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. is this your first
1: s- worst or? No,
2: no, my worst segments in NXT. No, NXT. It's, it's in NXT. not the women's
1: tag. Oh, the- oh, we're covering all the. Oh, right, yeah, yeah.
2: but um, but no, uh. It's just the same match as we had last year, lots and lots of times, and it lasted about a minute or two, and yeah. doesn't doesn't help anyone.
1: The big book of me right now is, you know what will work really well? What well, if we have these people lose loads? Wrestling fans love that because they can relate to losers. It's all I imagine people <laughs> back today talking about because they see it every co- time.
2: Remember that career mode where your character <laughs> gets bullied in the God. school canteen for being a wrestling <laughs> for being a wrestling fan. <laughs> You've bought this game for 50 quid. <laughs> well, we're going to laugh at you for being a wrestling fan.
1: we even got zero out of 10 on IGN. This is politics.
3: <laughs> I had a horrible realisation about the, the classic film, Right to Rumble, because I love that film. But then when you get a bit older, you realise that the wrestling fans are poo, poo workers. They work with poo. Yeah.
2: Th- yeah. And that's not to
3: disparage people who work with poo, but it's obviously the people who, who cast it or direct it. That's not to disparage
1: the people who work with poo. <laughs> <laughs> to, all the, a... to all the poo workers <laughs> out there who won.
3: Yeah, big ups to the poo workers. But, you know, it's clear that the people who put together the Rumble were being very disparaging to wrestling fans by having them be poo workers by day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Even, wrestling... So at the time, people realised, wait, this is for wrestling fans. Yeah. And they're presented as the dumbest human beings alive. Yeah. Endorsed by out. WCW. Yeah.
2: The wrestling industry can never quite shake that hatred of marks can it <laughs> like you can't quite shake it yeah.
3: but back to the matter at hand i thought was interesting now rhea ripley appears to be sick of nikki ah, yeah, i really said the swear word there nikki ash uh she's sick of nikki's you know you know sick of nikki's poo mm. um but so hopefully at least to her just beating up nikki so bad that she forgets that she's a superhero and she can go and do something else because it's painful now She gets no reaction at all now like not even a little bit it's horrible uh-
2: a, a some sort of like a no DQ match between Rhea Ripley and the old Nikki Cross would be fantastic. I'd I'd watch that on a takeover or something. Remember then? What, oh. What's
3: what's the 22, uh, 2022 equivalent of Stone Cold sat in a bar, dr- drowning his sorrows because that's what Nikki Ash should be doing, and then Ricky Rhea
1: Ripley Ash, <laughs> browsing Twitter at a bus stop.
2: <laughs> she's lost, lost fortnight once again. <laughs> what's with adam pacitti winning fortnite all the time by the way oh have you seen oh his instagram God.
1: yeah no
2: okay right sorry i don't know <laughs> have i have I, I feel like i'm behind here have i touched a nerve i don't understand no no
1: it's just hey have you seen adam says like no
2: he's been on instagram yeah. every time he wins a game of fortnite i thought fortnite was like hard, too hard and everyone had stopped playing because all the kids were too good now how's adam beating these these kids in korea I'm, I'm a reporting
1: for <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a using a bot.
2: His <laughs> for, uh, for, uh,
1: account suspended.
2: Are you sick I of just, him winning? All yeah. he does is win, no matter what.
1: The Street Profits and Mysterios all announced they're entering the Royal Rumble. Ford and Dawkins from an attack match against Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz.
3: I don't yeah. even know what you say about this matchup.
1: It happened. And, and, and Aziz looked.
3: That was Aziz's best match ever. <laughs> okay yes half a star he did he did more than he normally does and good on him all the best good luck with your jumper with your pocket your, your pocket for your tabs and the pocket for
2: your brun <laughs> yeah well, i don't know what else yep. to say either I, i'm um it was a match nice to see the street profits win again after losing at the pay-per-view i suppose
1: yeah bounce back ability Damien Priest oh, could
2: be a highlight of the Rumble if they utilise him correctly.
1: Mm. I agree. Damien Priest defends the US title against Dov Ziggler and will lose the belt if he gets DQ'd or counted out because that's what had happened in the previous matches he had because Damien Priest had let the Demon take over him and all that other stuff. Uh, he almost hits Ziggler with a chair, but uses it to take out Rude instead and wins clean to retain the title. I thought this was very well put together for what it was. Yeah, I like the stipulation being put on it
3: after the last few weeks. I thought that was a nice touch. And then that 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 bloody Bobby Roode, right? He's such a he's such a dirty dog, isn't he? Attacking <laughs> attacking Damian Priest from the rear like that, eh? What do you like?
2: He's a and, he's, a dirty, do- oh, he's okay. a dirty dog. Dirty dog. Dirty dog. Dirty dog.
3: Obviously, I don't know about you lads, but I picked up a nice little nuance from this matchup, and that was Ziggler doing Brian Danielson's running knee, which means, and I can exclusively reveal, that Dolph Ziggler will be going to AEW. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, Ross. You completely—you're completely, you're completely shadowed by your microphone. <laughs> uh, it's just the microphone and your arm sticking out. Beautiful framing. Thanks. Austin Theory goes to see Vince. Oh, here we go! Let's get us oh, excited. Austin Theory goes to see Vince and wants a rematch against Finn Balor, but Vince puts him in the Rumble instead. So I've
2: uh, really dumbed that down God. that segment. I've just kept it short, but I'm sure. We've got it down. More. I'm sure we've got more to say about it.
1: Why don't you go first, Ross? Well, we had more lessons of
3: life from Vince McMahon, who let us know that an apology is a weakness, which means a, an apology is a weakness, because Vince McMahon never apologizes. Vince McMahon never apologizes. And then he, he, he... It was like he was doing some sort of Seinfeld stand-up routine, because he's like, why do, why do people who say I don't mean to interrupt say they, they don't mean to interrupt? Because they always do, because wh- why else would they do it? Why? What's the deal with that? Why? you ever they, had they airplane food? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah,
2: bing, it, bing, 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 bing.
3: yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it's just the way these segments just randomly cut off at the end. There's never really a, a, a proper end point, is there? It's just sort of like conversation has a pause, fade to different scene. It's I don't know what they are. I don't know what's going on. I,
2: I find them very telling because presumably Vince has he writes these segments. You can just sort of tell he's got the final say, and it it, it explains. Was that a guitar?
1: No, sorry. Oh,
2: was quite it's quite uh, musical.
1: It's the it's the pop filter that then banged on everything. Oh. But it's, um, it's screwed onto this, so don't dare take it off in case I need it, even though right. I don't use it. Please carry on.
2: <laughs> um, it's really telling because Vince obviously structures these segments himself, and it says a lot about the general booking of, of Raw at the minute, the weird way it is.
1: The only thing Austin Theory gained from this is the ability to look confused professionally. At the end of your segment. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. excuse me. I tell you, <clears throat> the the deep fake they aired of the Queen uh over the Christmas period for a message wasn't as realistic as the fake oh my God, you doll they saying. have for Vince McMahon, who clearly died months ago and is just refuses to sell it. <laughs> you see him wow, like, wow. You see when he sat down <laughs> wow. he sat down, he held his chest and went Rrr. That's clearly where someone knifed him. You know
2: when, you know, just there's, a an episode, there's an episode of Futurama where Bender becomes a human, but he can't handle it, like <laughs> the excesses of like drinking and partying and stuff. So he gets yeah. really, really massive and dies and they roll him out of the room and they think he's still alive because he goes, woo, but that's just air escaping from his body as they roll him out. Yeah. That's what Vince's noises are. That's just air escaping from
1: his body. It just happens to sound <laughs> <Yeah>. like words. <laughs> It's the most wild life. Right. Uh-huh. We should fire everybody involved in XT. <laughs> oh, okay, Vince.
3: Uh... I did enjoy one moment of the se- of the segment where Austin Theory puts his chair too close to Vince McMahon. And then Vince is like, Well, I'm getting noncy vibes here. Move your chair. Because it's been very like oh,
4: no. very like That's Austin a direct Theory. quote from Vince <laughs> McMahon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's been very like no, tones of like Austin being. Austin being Vince's pet, what a sentence I used to say. But I used yeah. like that, like, if, no. you, you you belong to me. Suck me. <laughs> oh my God. All right, all right, tone it down, <laughs> tone it down, lads, tone it down. Uh, it's nice to see Vince distance himself from that is what I'm saying. I don't know.
1: There we go, fantastic. All right, time to, time to bring it back to wrestling. Miz and Marie's cut a promo with the insult mm. Edge for hiding behind his wife. Edge and Beth Phoenix arrive on time. And challenge them to a mixed tag match. Miz accepts, and Maurice isn't happy, but falls down when Beth fakes an attack. She storms off, and Miz follows. Okay.
3: Oh, I hope they take a page out of Blink 182's book and stay together for the kids. I think this might just be one step too far for Maurice. Uh, you know, they're the using her as a human shield earlier in the feud. That was all part of the master plan. Uh, taking a, p- a page from Oasis book there I'm was going to oh. keep naming all the bands songs. yeah all of the bands but this one you know except in that match when she was terrible. she
1: was terribly scared of Betty Phoenix was maybe one step too far yeah. Well, I hope like Blinkway to that I don't really much think of much of the first match but the next one I hope I enjoyed this time oh,
2: oh no <laughs> and as AJ Styles yeah. taught us about wrestling it's not about the big moves it's all the small things
4: no hey.
3: This was Aww. more classic panto, though. Fantastic stuff. Miz going, who would use their, or hide behind their wife and all the crowd going,
4: you!
1: Christmas cheer. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, isn't it? Lovely. <laughs> Love Miz. Almost beats AJ Styles in a few minutes. After...
2: batters bothers
1: him. Yeah. I was thinking, is this too soon for almost? I mean, come on. It's got way more to go with this, haven't they? Surely. Uh, surely is he able to have a match with AJ Styles? That's going to be all right. And it this was... This could have been, this
2: could it, have been a, a, like a, a Mania feud if they yeah. just slowed it down, yeah.
1: And well, uh, it was, was just was a
2: match. There was rumors
3: wasn't there? I was, was going to say, there's those there rumours last week that the match got, because the match was supposed to take place last week, wasn't it? And I don't know who this came from, but I, I saw something saying that uh, apparently Omos was looking so bad, they pulled it at the last minute. But then it took right. place on this week's roll
2: And he looked fine. I thought he looked fine. Yeah, I mean, AJ, like, bumped all around for him and stuff, which, you know, was always going to be the thing to do. But, it was yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It just it just made AJ look really weak and silly. Yeah.
1: Now, they had to delay it for a week because there was d- disagreements between the two because Omo said something about the earth being round. Oh. <laughs> oh. But they're right, um,
3: though, AJ was too preoccupied with Grice and Waller and how his <laughs> d- dreading face and that sack of crap <laughs> he's yeah. bad isn't he Grayson he's a good wrestler like, but he's not as a character and as a promo come on now
1: stunningly they, generic
2: they've yeah. really seen something in him that we are yet to see but maybe yeah. you know maybe we'll maybe at maybe
1: least if that's... they increase it to six segments a week we'll
2: find yeah. <laughs> new Nia Jax he's on every show
1: mm. at
3: least that's a one-off with the powers that be in NXT seeing something in someone that no one else sees you know
1: Von Wagner and stuff like that yeah, we'll ah, more than that hey, 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 we're getting ahead of ourselves I can't wait yet. for NXT
3: I, I love NXT
2: because it was, it was, I thought because it was a special like edition that it'd just be it'd be more like a pay-per-view but no they had all the classic weekly NXT 2.0 segments in there all the greatest hits
1: they did. But hang on, hang on. Bring it back now, back to Raw. We haven't finished it yet, lads. Yeah. Uh, next week, it's announced that we'll see Alexa Bliss's return journey to Raw.
2: Yeah, not a so return look to then.
1: Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Not a return, <coughs> a return journey.
2: Is she going to bring Vio with her? Because he's, he's got lost on the way.
1: He's <laughs> getting the megabus. Uh, <laughs> the fatal four-way match spills into the concourse where Owens is put through a merch table. He then comes back with a dive off an entrance way because he's a madden. And it's eventually beaten by Lashley, who becomes the number one contender. Meaning we're finally getting Lashley versus Lesnar. UFC versus Bellator.
2: Uh, yes. <laughs> How are you men to boo Kevin Owens, man? When he just does stuff like that? He came back from being put through a table and leapt off the entranceway of the arena. What a guy.
3: <coughs> and then I think Rollins said to Owens, I love you, you psychopath. And then Kevin kissed him on the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I know They're it wasn't big It wasn't picked up on the cameras, but a fan got some nice fan footage of that. So that was nice. But I like more logic in the main event scene on Monday Night Raw. Because obviously Rollins and Biggie uh, Rollins and Owen, sorry, team up. So Biggie and Bobby were like, Wait, well, if you're doing that, we'll do that. And I was like, Yes. That wouldn't have happened a couple of years ago in the in the Fed and now it is. More logic. Go Tactics. on the roll mm. Yeah.
1: Lovely. Yeah. And then yeah, no one cares about Raw. NXT New Evil. No, 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 no. It was, evil. Was, the it. Oh, yeah. was the aftermath Brock with Brock. Then Brock Lesnar has asked for his thoughts backstage and he goes, I love Von Wagner, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, Roman Reigns on Friday. I'll see you on SmackDown. Whoa.
2: Oh,
1: Brock Lesnar, two shows in one week?
2: Mm. I know. He's $3 million what? richer. I liked how... Um, two things about this little aftermath. I liked how he was watching the TV front on. He doesn't have to watch it sideways. He's Brock Lesnar. And also, I like how the Irish guy, what's he called?
3: Kevin Patrick.
2: Thank you. I like how he um, was like, what are your thoughts? And Brock didn't even acknowledge like what had just happened. He was like, Roman Reigns. I was, I was like, yes. it was. It's all it's all shaping up nicely. I like it. The it's only almost, downside being Big E losing the belt. I going to say, it's, uh, yeah.
3: almost, it's almost like Brock Lesnar likes to get his stuff done early on in the night and then go home when it's not a main event wrestling match
2: yeah that's true
3: quite clearly pre-record this one wasn't it fantastic from Brock possibly
1: <laughs> good for Brock yeah and good for us NXT New Year's Eve yes get in Carmelo Hayes beats Roddy Strong to unify the North American and Cruiserweight title in a lovely match yeah my good good god Carmelo Hayes is the total package right now in NXT the little he's
2: highlights that's
1: that's right that's exactly what he's going to do uh yeah, he hung up with very strong and beat him and unified the titles. Oh, does that mean just killing the Cruiserweight titles? We don't really know. No, yeah. I like
3: yeah. I, I like the, 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 at the start, the announcer, announce, oh, sorry, I don't know her name, the announcer lady was like, uh, the winner would be recognized as North American champion, which I thought gave a little oh, bit more jeopardy to the piece. Cause it was like, oh, it's obviously the Cruiserweight title was going to go, but the fact that the winner would be recognised as North American champion. I was like, oh, it's a nice bit of. Oh, Roddy could actually win this, and it was. Mm. I'm gonna. It's got to be one of the best opening matches in the NXT history. Got to be.
2: Ooh. In the conversation, are we including takeovers in the mix? Way I. Obviously.
3: Uh, the one that the... always.
2: The one that always springs to mind is Oni Danny's tag match that was just class out of nowhere. But it was really good though. Was five star laws <laughs> the opener of that card? I think. Mm. The ladder match. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah
3: that's yeah. yeah. That, that's maybe the best one. Yeah, this is very good. Yeah,
2: the cursed ladder match.
1: Yes. When you look at the list of
2: participants, match. you're like, something's gone wrong for every one of these. Yeah. yeah.
1: Eddie Styles wishes to master champ a good look backstage before heading to the ring to praise NXT and call out, you guessed it, Grayson Waller. <laughs> Grayson Waller, guys.
4: Yeah.
1: Waller arrives and Styles wants a match right now, but Waller says they'll do it next week. And they have a scuffle until Grayson rolls out the ring. He's just ticking all the bad guy boxes, isn't he? I'm going to blah, 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 Austin, Hogan, etc. And then I want a match with you. All right, let's fight. Next week. Ha <laughs> Like, just you generic get, go away. Is,
3: he's a generic get, isn't he? Because who's writing these promos? I could write those promos. And that's, that shouldn't be a sentence I should be able to say about the WWE or any professional wrestling promotion because it's so basic. I was legitimately pissed off watching this segment though, because I thought they were having a match. No, no, um, no. They never explicitly said it was a match. <laughs> well, I, I thought there was, right? So I I was pissed off by that. <coughs> right? Because no one should have to sit there and watch Grayson Waller talk.
2: No one.
1: <laughs> the, the Rock's not going to be here, but his trailer will be. It reminded <laughs> me
2: that it, it reminded me that um that there was no it made it clear to me that there was no LA Knight on this show. Yeah. Oh, I needed some of that. What was the word? Kavorka? Kavorka. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting thing from Styles, though, saying he'd be damned if he's going to let anyone take the passion away, uh, the passion for NXT away from the fans, which is you know, brave of him to call out Vince and Bruce like that.
2: And oh. Nick Khan. Eh? Eh? Also, he skipped NXT. He went straight into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, what does he, he care
1: about NXT? Yeah. Does Vince think that he was was an NXT? He just confuses that with TNA. (laughs) (laughs) You have that rival promotion for years. NXT.
0: (laughs) Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: What? All right. Vince, anyway,
2: thinks back... Vince thinks that he's bought NXT from Triple H. He never knew that it was <laughs> under the umbrella.
1: I'm going to burn that no good company. Vince, <laughs> you own it. I own it now. <laughs> Backstage Pete Dunn wants to take out Tony D'Angelo for injuring his hand. They're having a crowbar on a pole match next week. Crow I'm all right with Yeah?
2: Yeah. Yeah, on a pole. No, fair yeah.
1: <laughs> Moving on. We now get a segment with a lot going on. Oh, okay, there we go. It's the this, Brucey- was,
2: this was my least favourite segment of the week.
1: Is this the Brucey P special? Mm. Oh, yes, there's I'm already reading it. Uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter chat to Amari Miller in the gym top out wanting to win the Dusty Classic so they can become the tag team champions. Indy Hartwell and Persia Perota don't like the sound of that and challenge them to a six-woman tag match. They need to find a partner and ask Tiffany Stratton, who refuses and storms off, revealing the former Mei Ying asleep behind her. She wakes up and tells her her name, Wendy Chu. She goes back to sleep.
2: (laughs) Now, okay. So... The bit the bit when I started to realize this was going off the rails was when Indy and Persia Perotta come along and they're like, Well, we want to win the Dusty Classic instead. And Persia's like, Why don't we just take on all of you? And then Indy's like, Whoa, what's your deal with handicap matches? Then they have like they have like a little conversation as if it's a different segment. Like they forget that they were just in a confrontation. It's like an aside. It's like a Shakespearean aside. It was really, really weird. But not in a good way. And then Tiffany's like, no. And I'm wondering, well, I I was thinking, well, I would have liked to have seen what she's like in the ring. And, and then Wendy Chu, And there was just so much going on and it was so contrived that I just, I just something about it, I just, I hated it, unfortunately.
3: I can't wait to see Wendy Chu wrestle. Okay. You remember when Tyler Breeze, well, uh, Breezango did that thing on a pay-per-view where they dressed up like janitors. and He just kept rolling from one side of the ring to the other to evade an Uso. I think it was Tyler Breeze who kept doing it. Mm. I imagine Wendy Chu will just do that until the opponent is worn out and she can
2: just capitalize and win. Yeah, how's she gonna wrestle when she's asleep? I'm I'm yeah. quite intrigued.
1: Is it gonna be somebody misunderstanding the Orange Cassidy gimmick and appeal, and she's gonna do like slow mo punches and stuff?
3: I take too much coding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wendy Chu. <Chew. laughs>
1: Adrenaline in my blood. I don't have enough. Codeine the
2: There was also a bit of romantic intrigue because Amari Miller... By the way, is Amari Miller... Has she previously been aligned with Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter? Is she one of their pals? Is that established? I don't think so. So she was just there and just chatting to them. Okay. And then she was like, how was your new year? And Caden Carter was like, me and Brooks Jensen did the... Cowboy two-step or something like that. I was like, "Oh, tell me more, tell me more."
3: Well, they went to the festival, didn't they, and had a little dance.
2: all four of them went to the festival, but now Briggs is out of the picture. It's all about Brooks Jensen now.
3: Oh, they've been knocking boots, have they?
2: Eh? They were, They had a bit of a dance, I think, which is nice.
3: I meant shagging.
2: Mm. <laughs> I know, I know. I was trying to avoid that.
3: <laughs> Let's not avoid that because it's fantastic. Have they been shagging, Matthew? Do you think they've been knocking boots, cowboy boots? Disco boots.
1: <laughs> if I don't say anything, do you just say different types of boots? <laughs> well, that's boots, the that's boots.
2: <laughs> boots the chemist. Kinky boots. Boots meal deal. <laughs>
3: uh, oh, what's he called? Oh, I've forgotten his name. I was about to say that that children's TV character with his Wellington boots. William, is it? William, William, William Wish Wellington. Wish Wellin- William Wish Wellington. God bless him.
1: Yeah, God bless whoever he is, whatever he's doing. Um, I don't care about any of these bits because as Jack says, so much happens that nothing happens. Yeah. But Wendy Chu fell asleep though. Yeah. And two grown
3: grown adults might have had sex.
1: Wow. Wow. That's more than I'm getting right now, so let's move on. (laughs) Rill and MSK beat Imperium, even though they've got Volta this time. I'm sorry, Bafu. I'm all right with it because Volta has lost a lot of weight. Walder is cutting. And it was so good seeing this match. And it's six, six-man match of Imperium. Imperium have been amazing on the last few appearances on TV. But it was so good having the, the, the dynamic of Imperium getting beat up and Walder going, oh, I'll do it, tagging himself in and having to beat up people. Look, that's how you do it. Now, do as I do. That was uh, a lovely experience. MSK getting cheered possibly having something to do with certain people in the crowd no longer there who knows
2: uh-huh. or maybe the, those um, bits with
1: the weed man worked well. I don't know
2: <laughs> the ma- the matches on this show were mostly really good but there was just so much clutter around it, it was if hard you skip the clutter
1: it. it was a fun show
2: yeah yeah why I'm didn't fun- they just give every match five more minutes and skip all the clutter
1: <laughs> oh yeah you're right because hmm. if they did that it would be a
3: firmly one NXT 1.0 show oh yeah ah. you, need, that- you need the fun I watched this NXT after the releases happened. So I watched this, I think it was yesterday, I must have watched this one. Um, and I just thought there was a fantastic irony of this match especially, because this is like the most NXT 1.0 match on the card for me, the six-man tag. And then obviously everything that made NXT 1.0, NXT 1.0, has been told to bugger off. Um, so yes, a fantastic slice of irony there from NXT. What are they doing? What's happening? Nobody knows.
2: No. Well, they tra- it's really weird because... They're getting rid of all the like the super workers, all the little indie guys, but they're still expecting these newcomers to have 20-minute move-heavy matches. So it's gonna end in tears, guys. It's gonna it's gonna end in tears.
1: We need you to be both hot and cold. All right. Yeah. Speaking of which, Joe Gacy announces that his and Harlan's intention to enter the Dusty Classic. Jesus. Meanwhile, Electro Lopez says that Santos Escobar will take on Zion Quinn next week, and she'll be leaving with the winner. Whoa,
2: saucy! It's Ooh. a bit, 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 Paul Heyman as well, isn't it? I will be walking out with the champion. Whoa,
1: whoa!
2: Which one's she going to side with?
1: I don't know. The girl will be walking with a smile on their face. <laughs> oh <my> uh, God. <laughs> Mandy Rose, I guess that's the implication it? Mandy Rose enters via helicopter for her women's title defense against Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez.
2: Main event, uh, Mandy. Yeah.
1: Raquel looks to have won the match, but Jade breaks up the pinfall and is beaten by Mandy shortly afterwards uh yeah, what were your thoughts, Jack?
2: Yeah, this wasn't like the best match, but I enjoyed more than more than the moves. I enjoyed the character stuff between like Raquel and Cora Jade and stuff, but it wasn't it didn't set and they said it didn't set my house on fire, it didn't set my house on fire
1: well, that's good,
4: yeah yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: Should so it be think? a bad thing, Jack? <laughs> uh, I think it would have been better if it was just a Raquel-Cora singles match because then the dynamic is can the inexperienced little one beat the big one? And that would have been like almost versus AJ or something. But instead it's like, no, Mandy Rose, the new and improved helicopter one. It was like, uh, it didn't quite work. As you said before, they're trying to make everything at once. And it's like, no, this doesn't really work that well. Mm. Uh, Cora trying to just wrestle normally with Mandy doesn't really work because Mandy Rose has been treated as this, you know, Jamie Noble expert. See, I didn't say Benoit that time um, <laughs> of wrestling. And it's like, she's not, though. So Cora's Jade's the inexperienced one against Mandy. Super Jay Cup winner, Mandy. It, it doesn't... It, it's just... Again, like every other segment they have on the backstage, but they're trying to do all these things at once and it doesn't work at all. It wasn't the worst... Can we start
2: calling it Mandy Thunder Rose or Thunder Liger or something?
1: Mandy Thunder Liger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because look, great character, the gimmick works fine, but then they get in the ring and it's like, well, just against people who are just starting out, and it's like, well, hang on.
2: Tiger. The man Mandy. Leading the blind. Tiger Mandy. Tiger <laughs> Mandy won.
3: The original and the best. I think you're doing Mandy Savage a bit of a disservice there, I think she's <laughs> I think I've been um, calling the human suplex machine in weeks gone by. I think uh, in
2: ring stuff's improved massively. It has. I like it, a lot as well. Her running knee's really good. I
1: want to preface this by saying I'm not criticizing and saying she's bad, but like that's how she's been treated. Like she's the upper pressure She's never been that. And as against women who were just out of wrestling school, it's like, ah, oh, me, the experienced vet. I'm like, are oh, yeah. You've never been that until the last three weeks. Tough enough I... was 2015.
2: And I do agree though with Ross. She has she has improved in the ring a lot. Like she actually has. Don't lie to she me, Ross. She could have won the culty for most improved. Who won most improved in the end? Can't remember. Oh well.
1: Wow. It was you, so long ago. I can't remember. Check yeah, it out, everyone,
2: if you haven't watched it already.
1: If we if we had Mandy Rose and we forgot, <laughs> I, I
2: nominated. Man, yeah.
3: I think I nominated Miro. So I don't think Miro won, did he?
2: He might have done. I, 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 I nominated. I nominated no. Tay Conti, I think.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we'll stop talking like we don't know what we're talking about.
2: Take only one, oh, says oh, DJ Richard hey. Tony.
1: Extraordinary. So that's uh, good to hear. But yeah, whatever. Move on. Backstage, Boa has a spooky vignette where he says that he can't control his power and begs the dark side of himself to let him face Solo Sokoa alone. Yeah. Whoa. 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 Ah! <laughs> ah, noises. real says goodbye to MSK the parking lot and scoots away. MsK are confronted by the Creed brothers, who say they're going to win the Dusty Cup, not Lee and Carter. Fair yeah, enough.
2: not you. We're going to win it. And I noticed that like, they're big lads, the Creeds. They're, they're big mm. guys. I'm scared of them.
3: And they also call themselves the Brothers Creed, like mm. the Brothers Grimm. Yeah. Yes. Will they fight a large lizard? Is was this the, the Brothers Dragons? Grimm? What? They fight a dragon, don't they? Something.
2: I thought the Brothers. Well, hey, no. They they wrote the stories. They wrote stories. fairy tales. Yeah. What were I thinking of? Who are you like,
3: thinking of? I had the VHS and I was a kid. I remember the brothers Grimm being mentioned there being some sort of big dragon in a cave. Okay. Oh, Bold the rings?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. <coughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying
1: to think of... Grimm's brothers Tales stuff like um
2: Hansel and Gretel and that. Hansel
1: and
3: Gretel, yeah, yeah. It's one another one of those variations where they fight some sort of dragon. Okay.
2: Two lads.
3: Two lads called a dragon. De- End cast, fighter a drag, I, I don't
1: know. Andre Chase. <laughs> oh, Andre Chase. Let's move on. This is one of the things we'll get replied to two weeks' time going, actually, the Grim brothers were this. I'm like, what are you talking about, you weirdo? Go away. Uh, Rosen, rah, rah, rah. Andre Chase cuts a promo and says he appreciates one of his students for trying to help him last week when he was going to get thrown off. Uh, the one who looks, looks like Griff
2: Garrison. Yeah, The big that blonde lad, yeah. yeah.
1: For that reason he's going to offer him a full scholarship to Andre Chase University. He's interrupted by Come Tuesday, who invites us all to tune in to the Von Wagner watch party. (laughs) What was that? To see who he tunes out next. Not tunes out, Matthew, to see who I tune out next. (laughs) He knows that we don't like him, but the people who matter do.
2: Wait, before that, though, sorry, I, I forgot to mention, before that he says... Funny that you all pretend you don't like me, but I'm your new favorite superstar. But also, I know that you don't like me very much.
4: It's he's not, he's
3: like, re- he's, he comes out and he says, Now let the real star of NXT <laughs> say something. When I step in this wing, all of a sudden.
4: <laughs> he's not Dusty <laughs>
3: baby. <laughs>
2: He's, he oh, he's, he, a mu- he's a much better promo than Dusty he was do,
3: he, he does say it does say like oh you all hate me but when I step in the ring all of a sudden I'm your favourite superstar ah that was it you all want to tune in at the Von Wagner watch party <laughs> the Wagner watch out.
2: party get on discord and sing up your bloody and, mics everyone and then
3: we had more shades on <laughs> it to come Tuesday because he oh. turned to Sunny at the end because he's like I'm everything that you're not you will want to be me. I'm come Tuesday.
1: <laughs> I know you want me. <laughs> I know you want me. Andre tries to calm him down and gets beaten up. Good. good.
2: Calm down come Tuesday. Get a character together. Yeah. You're CT. Trying to be five different people at once.
1: Right. CT also comes after Chase, a student in the stands and a couple of members of the NXT universe. He can't do that.
2: So, w- did he grab the wrong one first? Because there's like a group of plants and he grabs one, but then he throws a second one next to him do over the guardrail. So he got the know... wrong
3: one. Oh, I God, think, I he's think just, guy... just assaulting a member of the public.
1: What are you going to do about it? I've come today. <laughs> beat up Lizzie's parents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when, um... <laughs> Lindsay Dorado's like, damn it, that was... Damn I it, man. It. Um, when, uh... When... Matt Hardy chucked me over the guardrail. He told me which corner to stand in, and I did. And he still t- thought I was in a different corner for a split second. So it does happen. I wonder if he did grab the wrong, the wrong man for a bit. That would be really funny. Oh.
1: But Yeah, just an, an amazing star performance again from Von Wagner. And you're right, you're trying to be so many different people. It was come Tuesday, come Wednesday, come Thursday, <laughs> and they were all terrible at once. Oh. Lads,
3: lads I know we speak about Cody Rhodes having us marks <laughs> in the palm of his hand <laughs> under his thumb as we can't quite work out which direction he's going to go into but Von Wa- sorry come Tuesday is doing the same thing on NXT he's gone wait. as good he has
2: I can't wait for every week I look forward to his segments more than anyone else
3: yeah <laughs> let the real star of NXT say <laughs> something <to him. laughs>
2: what's, the, what's the fun Wagner watch party about <laughs>
3: That'll be if his next show. Sat, If he's not sat there in some sort, of, sort of like smoking lounge next week and addressing down <laughs> with some popcorn,
1: watching footage of him throw strangers around, they're doing it wrong.
2: That's yeah. uh, the watch party.
1: He's on Discord. He's got two accounts because he's going to fit his head into one of the camera <laughs> Oh,
2: no. Oh, <laughs> Mate, that it's is massive. Horrible. That is a horrible, horrible thing to
1: say. <laughs> Oh yeah, the rest of what we said to be. I've, I've,
2: I've got a big head. Like often, like if I try not to, like him, you know, like over, you know, like over Christmas when everyone's wearing Santa hats, mine never fits properly and stuff. I can relate. I can relate to Von. You
1: can relate to Von Wagner.
2: Me and him are the same.
1: <laughs> come from the same cloth.
2: Yeah, same genetics.
1: <laughs> and the main event. No, is it where are we at? I'll, yeah. All I can see is come Tuesday. In the main event, Ron Breaker smashes the old NXT logo on his way to the no, ring. Oh,
2: you bastard,
1: bro! Go on, do the do the. Can you do the uh, dark place quote Jack? What Goth merengues? Yeah, yeah.
2: I can't. Remember, I don't know.
1: Oh, I know people who use symbolism. Oh, no, I know in people them.
2: who use subtext and they're all cowards. Subtext, yeah.
1: sorry, they're all cowards. <laughs> Literally smashing the NXT, the old NXT logo as like Triple H's heart shattered as you watch this. <laughs> I'll look at the new section of Cultaholic.
2: This was more offensive to Triple H than Cody Rhodes's entrance at Double yeah. Nothing.
1: He beats Champa with the Steiner recliner to become the new NXT champion. A good match. Not as good as the first one, but they got the right results, so I thought it was the best one overall because of that. But bloody hell, Ciampa taking the Alabama Slammer into the announce mm. table. And it... It hit the table so hard, the table even though it had been hit, and had to take <laughs> half a second to think about drawing Christ and then falling apart, and Champ had taking two bumps the price of one. Oh, that was a highlight for me. I was a like runner-up for the woof woof Moo move woo of the week, but I was happy with this. Ross, what did you think?
3: I thought it was very exciting. I thought a couple of moments, I was thinking Champ is going to win this again and Brom Break is going to be in the mud forever, but there was just lots of good stuff I've got written down here. Brombreaker's spear... That could be his finisher, because I thought it was very reminiscent of a a surprise Goldberg one from 1997, which is nice, because I think Goldberg's his hero. That's why he's got that tattoo on the top of his arm. I think I'm right in saying that. Um, The counter out of the gorilla press into the willow's bell. I don't know how Champa did that, but it was liquid wrestling. Uh, The tail bump, as you say. Um, The knees, as I say, the knees into the fairy tale ending. I thought that was it. And then, obviously, the, the Steiner references. But don't you dare call him Steiner. Laid it on thick this time. Just call him Steiner for goodness sake. And then uh, the, uh, the, the, the highlight of the match for me was the the, the guy in the crowd who was shocked at what he'd just seen, but he had a mask on, obviously, because he was indoors. And had oh, a big comedy Simon <laughs> Gotch mustache on there. <laughs> just the combo of him mm. and the eyes was fantastic. It really mm. added to the piece. Jack the Jobber, what did you think of the matchup?
2: I thought it was a wonderful match, um, apart from the entrance of Bram Breaker. But I think that. <laughs> He's class, especially given his relative lack of experience. Chambers great, made him look really good. So uh, if there's one positive of NXT 2.0, it's that at least they've picked the right guy to push to the title first. Can't wait for Von Wagner versus Brombreaker Breaker and see how that goes. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't wait.
3: <laughs> Imagine uh, if uh, Von Wagner beats him.
2: Oh, the the, the the scenes. They'd be dancing on the streets of... Come Tuesday. <laughs> um, they could. They've got enough big scary men to do like a monsters, monsters ball, monsters brawl, monsters ball, monsters yeah. ball battle royal. You know?
1: Oh, the monster mash one from the ECW. Uh, uh,
2: no, maybe maybe the TNA one would be a better oh, okay.
1: thing. No, I they want could, the big one. <laughs> the big one with all the freaks.
2: What was the What was the TNA gimmick where the match the, the stipulation was like they've all been kept in isolation for twenty four hours before. <sighs> That was the so first first so few when they come Monster
1: out, Ball ones they did, yeah. When they, they come to, out,
2: they're, they're feral.
1: Yeah, they had no sleep as well. That was the gimmick.
2: When I was like 11, I, I, that really scared me. I was like, oh, they're <laughs> going to be... That's really, that's really brutal, that. But nowadays, I think that will make them worse. They'd be like tired and lethargic. But anyway, they could do that with Von Wagner, Bron Haaland, and we need another... Odyssey another big... Jones. And Odyssey Jones, yeah, why not? And no, just chuck like Andre Chase in there, <laughs> just for a laugh.
1: Yeah, oh. well said, Jack. But you know what? If you skipped all the bits on the show, there were of the four matches, they were quality. Yeah. So yeah. NXT 2.0 changes complete, turns into 3.0 when it's a special when the matches are but suddenly great and there's. Can I just say it's like a, it's like a hybrid?
2: It's like a hybrid of the two styles. Just Go before on.
1: Christmas, I said, I said on this podcast, right?
3: that NXT was struggling to find its identity because there was they were trying to change it. Mm-hmm. But at the core of it, they had these new people still doing the 1.0 matches, and this week proved it. So I'm uh-huh. a
1: genius, right? And I'm off. See you later. It definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>, bye, genius. <laughs> uh, AW Dynamite. Oh, go on. Sorry. It
2: seems like, but yeah, it seems like it's succeeding in, in these matches despite itself. I don't know how long this is sustainable for. We'll see.
1: Yeah. AW Dynamite. Hangman and Danielson opened the show with their rematch which is judged this time in case it hits the 60-minute time limit. The judges are Mark Henry, Jerry Lynn, and Big Show, as I Paul White. And God bless them for putting Jerry Lynn in the middle of the two massive men. That <laughs> wasn't <laughs>
3: fair on Brian, that, by the way, on Danielson, sorry. You, know, you go back 10 years, and who was, oh, chas- yes. who was chasing after Daniel Bryan in the World Wrestling
1: Federation? Oh, yeah. Those two, not fair. He cashing in the money of bank on Big Show, that's right. <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Highman retains after about half an hour. With the bookshop lariat, so no need for the judges. Uh, this was quality, love these two wrestling, but I was surprised that there wasn't any shenanigans after the match. Like, uh. he gets attacked like Terry Funk at the end of a uh, you know, the flat. What What am I thinking? Oh, yeah, Flair Steamboat. Sorry, I got very distracted by my own thoughts. Um, that had the judges and everything set up, but you know what? We was still fine for what it was. I
2: thought it was really good, but they're very bloody, very mm. bloody match. Hangman looked a state at the end of it, but in a good way. Um, I just wonder what's next for the pair of them. Because surely now that's it. Danielson's not going to challenge for the belt anymore. So what's he going to do next? What's next for the yeah. dragon? Is Omega going to come back? I don't know.
3: They're going to put him in a cave and have the Brothers Grimm come and find him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really like the pace of the matchup. Because obviously they both want to avoid the judges. The, dre- the-, the dreaded judges. So they're going like the... Like The clappers at the start and then it just turned into like this this brutal war of attrition at the end. Um, but my move of the week comes in this part, so I'm going to ask Richard mm. to hit the thing, which is sponsored by Smith and their limited edition Shawn Michael shirt and their standard one which I've got down here. Look! I could work for QVC. Where is it? There it is!
2: Oh! Whoa.
4: Whoa. Okay. Whoa.
3: I'm a sexy boy. You could be a sexy, sexy boy, boy too by wearing one of these. At that
1: embroidered and everything wow. that's lovely. God, our very own Dom West. Oh my. Oh. Oh. Oh, baby.
3: What was the move? It was the dead eye on the floor, which Hangman oh, somehow yeah. did by reversing a dive off the apron from Danielson and in one swift, one fell swoop. Woohoo! Down he went. Lovely. That's could have gone very went. wrong. Yeah, it could have gone very wrong. Especially with all that blood at play. Because mm. mm.
1: blood, I've been led to believe, is quite slippy.
4: Mm. mm.
1: And they're both bleeding, weren't they? They were. Oh, all f- over the shop. I haven't seen like two tough guys swapping fluids. Aye, tremendous oh. match. I could have, could
3: have... <laughs> Happy New Year. Could have, also, new, yeah. could have also picked the uh, the backdrop driver thingy, which led to the buckshot at mm. the end, because I thought Danielson had died, quite frankly. By God.
2: Yeah. That what the Yeah, it was like a back suplex, but with extra venom. Extra neck. Yeah, 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 unfortunately. Mm. But yeah, what a match. Take yeah. a take a boo, lads. Take a boo.
1: MGF takes on Sean Dean, but then CM Punk runs in and chases MGF away, and being in the ring with him, he decides to give him a GTS. That seems a very unkind thing to get to. Da- oh, no, wait. That gives MJF the loss via DQ. And there's only three people who have beaten MJF in singles matches on AW Dynamite Moxley, the one. Jericho. Jericho, and Sean Dean. What a, the what a hell of a club to be part of. Yeah. He is the captain. Yeah. Punk says he'll do this every week until MGF faces him. I'm sure Sean Dean has appreciate that. MGF says that <laughs> it Punk wouldn't be is... Sean
2: Dean every week. <laughs>
1: every week he beats
2: Sean Dean. <laughs> Sean Dean on a Goldberg streak of winning. Yeah, Punk doesn't mean that he's going to interfere in all of MGF's I know, sorry, matches. I'm being he means a... he's going to interfere in all of Sean Dean's matches. <laughs> he's just going to follow him right.
1: <laughs> MGF says that Punk is always so angry, like when MGF compared him to Roddy Piper. He says that maybe it's Punk who thinks he's as good as Piper. But unlike Punk, Roddy was talented enough to main event a WrestleMania. Well, what? actually, it was WrestleMania 1.
2: It was a tag match. No, so...
1: nah, that counts. Like, yeah, it does count. Absolutely. MGF claims that he doesn't start get, if he doesn't start getting more respect around here, maybe he'll go and main event a WrestleMania 2. Maybe too.
2: he'll go. Ooh. You're going to look like Ellsworth. Maybe he'll yeah. go and main event a WrestleMania. Yeah.
1: Punk encourages MGF to go and main event night four of a buy one, get one free extravaganza. Uh, before oh. getting released faster than he lasts in the bedroom, I don't really understand that. I like the day, the two-day WrestleMania. I'm like, all right,
3: premature ejaculation.
1: Oh, that I understood. All oh, right, you went up. Talk- oh, sorry, no, no, the the the. the uh, I'm trying to think of euphemism for that, but <laughs> the the sprinter, not a marathon runner. Yes. Um, I understood, but like main event night four of a buy one get one free Wrestle, <laughs> like, okay. Who would have thought the same for people? Who would have thought that
3: Sam Punk was a massive fan of all 12 hours of WrestleMania 35 happening on one night? Who would have thought Yeah,
1: hmm.
2: maybe, maybe Punk was referred actually to Wrestle Kingdom, which could have really been condensed this year. But I'll get, yeah. on to, oh, I'll get on to that in a second.
1: Punk wants MGF to go to New Japan. He does. He wants MGF yeah. versus Shibata. I mean, anyway, MGF still doesn't agree to wrestle him and says that next week. That's right. Punk will wrestle. Wardlow. Which I... Uh, Look forward to and the crowd booed that as well. These are still all right, just these two talking crap to each other. It, it's getting more and more forced the do stuff, like, but whatever, it's still good.
3: Yeah, oh, I... what was that? That's <laughs> the, that's the noise that I made several times during this fantastic uh, verbal game of tennis. Whoa,
1: are you smoking I, mirrors?
2: I think that we were all looking forward to this for you because we all we all like. When Punk joined, we're all like, can't wait to see if they pair him up with MJF. Think of the promos. The promos have been good, but it I just feels like there's something a bit missing and I can't quite work it out.
1: Warlow. Okay. Like missing well, he, step. He's going
2: to be there next next time.
1: Oh, that'll be a
2: Come Wednesday. Event. No, he's Come better Wednesday. Than... Yeah, he's no, there. He, no, he's yeah. Not...
1: Jericho comes out and he's glad to be back on TBS. Well, I'm glad you oh. are. Well, he hasn't been since April 99. We lost a Booker T on Thunder. He does get. I'm pretty sure he cheated, he says. And he no, calls out 2.0. Yeah, I that bit was way. funny. That was good, yeah. He calls out 2.0 when they arrive, so he makes fun of their heads, and it's a Jericho bit. So they have to just stand there like, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the crowd are like, <laughs> oh, we have to chant along to this. All right. Pinhead, you stupid idiot. <laughs> you stupid big square head, full
2: Looks idiot. Like a post it note, you, you idiot.
1: Yeah, and he stand there, and then Daniel Garcia attacks from behind, and they beat Jericho down until Santana Ortiz and Eddie Kingston make the save. That's nice to Eddie to keep on wanting to help out Jericho. Get
2: away from him, Eddie. Get away. You don't need him.
1: I think they're building to a Jericho Eddie program,
3: aren't they? I think that's why. I'd like going. that. that if, if
2: Eddie, if Eddie were, I'd like that. Oh, he's not. But... What happened?
1: Oh. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with it. <coughs> Because Jericho has to beat as soon as something's hot, Jericho has to come along and ruin it. Orange Cassidy,
2: you beat him yeah. a bit. You lost him in the end, but he beat him. He MGF, should never have beaten MJF beat clean. Rather, I ever, still never. can't
1: get over him being the guy who won the feud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you need you need it, Jericho. Yeah. He won the feud,
2: but he lost about 6 1 in terms of actual yeah, results. But yeah. A definite consolation goal.
3: But how could 2.0 stand there and not mention his bastard hair dye? How could they stand there and not mention that? Come on, lads. That that that's the end of them, as far as I'm concerned.
2: That was because if, but if they had, them. they'd have been bollocked backstage for it. They're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been worth it, I think.
3: Yeah. I just think Jericho needs to piss off for a bit because everything, he, everything he does these days is either annoying or pointless. And this was I,
2: pointless. I enjoyed the Newcastle triangle.
1: <laughs> oh, that was good. That's it. That should be his retirement. Go out on a high. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Adam Cole cuts a promo backstage with Fish and O'Reilly. No, really saying that he's sure Kyle didn't mean to kick him in the face last week and that being united with the Young Bucks makes him stronger than ever. He wants a match with new signing Jake Atlas to remind everyone who the guy is in AEW. And that was it. Uh, the Young Bucks not here. then we'll be around for a while, I guess, because they also like Jack because he's such a trendsetter, uh, is isolating because of COVID.
2: Oh, do they? Ah, uh, lads.
1: Right. Wardlow's set to take on Antonio Zambrano, but Sean Spears attacks Antonio before the bell. He throws him in the ring and Wardlow wins of lots and lots of power bombs.
2: I'd be annoyed if I was Antonio. Never, never got, never had a chance. Nah. He could have beaten Wardlow. We never, will never know oh, if this, it was fair and square. It's everyone
3: this close to
2: beating. Yeah,
3: I think um. next week's the week, lads. I think next week's the week where we have the Batista Triple H moment oh. between oh. MJF and Wardlow. I think it's because Wardlow is getting sick of Sean Spears. I can't blame him, but you know he's getting sick of Sean Spears. And I think once MJF just put him this matchup against CM Punk, I think this will be, this will be the, this will be the one.
2: I think that it'll happen in the aftermath of the Punk feud. I'm going to say it'll. He might turn on Spears, but I think we'll wait a little bit. But that's it. Could be it, you could well be right though.
3: All right, and MJF will cause a DQ, so Punk doesn't lose and Wardlow doesn't lose next week, and that'll send Wardlow off the end. Mm. That'll be the end of his tether. Mm. Matthew's bored by my fantasy. Baseball. No, no, I'm just, looking ins-
1: I'm just distracted by it because I've just looked at my screen for the first time in a while and how insanely white everything is. And I'm like, well, how long has it, it been like that for?
2: It could be compared to mine, which is insanely dark in my room.
1: Yeah, I don't know. it's like yin and yang and then Ross is looks be- like perfectly normal. Like, it's because
2: when we started doing this podcast, the sun wasn't fully up, so I yeah, had to have the, the light on. But-
1: I've got the curtains out, I've got the so light I, had, I, mean, I
2: the- had to close the blind because it was too shadowy, but now it... <laughs>
3: Get, get some natural light in the room, Jack. That's what you need. I will after the pod.
1: Yeah, the... it will. The the builders putting a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't want to. <laughs> all right,
1: so sorry if it looks all like weird and stuff, but anyway, uh, yeah, and anyway, what good good point, Ross. Cheers, Matthew. Jade Cargill faces Ruby 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 Soho. You've actually put down Ruby Soho, by the way. Did I? What? You've actually put Ruby Soho. What do you mean? Jade name. Cargill faces Ruby Soho, and name's Ruby Riot. No. No. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. No. No, negatives name no. is Ruby Soho now. <laughs> no, you stupid, stupid, stupid fool. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask them politely to cut that out. I'm sure they will because they're such good lads. And how dare you show my negatives in a highlight form. Uh, Jade For Cargill faces name. Ruby Soho, one of the best names I've ever heard in my life in the final of the TBS tournament. Mark Sterling yes I've been calling a Ruby right all these weeks Mark Sterling tries to interfere and is ejected but Cargill still wins with an avalanche jaded yeah
2: it was cool is that
1: the name of the move jaded but yeah it was, the um, jaded yeah. yes to become the first ever TBS champ go on Ross I can hear you inhaling I was just yawning sorry oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were building up to say so much. But okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting, to- getting ready for a
3: Tony can't take that's just how I imagine how he just psychs himself up for a tweet <laughs> <laughs> Um, I thought it was a nice pairing. I'll go for it. I thought it was a nice pairing to have Ruby Soho in there with Jade Cargill. Because Jade's Jade's cause obviously she's new, so her offence is like very eighties heel, I would say. Very basic, yeah. very kick and punch and whatnot. And having Ruby in there bumping like a fiend for her was a good partnership. And obviously the, the finish was good. Uh the the moment at the end, which I don't think was on the camera as part of the show, but with her daughter and stuff, that was fantastic as well. So I thought it was a, a good bit of business by the lasses.
2: I thought so as well. I thought that it was probably the right move for Jade Cargill to win because it sets up like who's going to topple her for the belt over the next year or whatever. But I think it's really important whatever they do with Ruby next because she needs to win a feud or something. She needs something to go right for
4: her.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Jade Cargill, I like her. I like the fact that she is different. You're going to have variety in your wrestling shows. And it's great that there's so many uh, accomplished women wrestlers in AEW. But when they're all like having that hard hitting style, some of them, you know, tend to blur together and go, mm. all right, so why should I, I should like this one because they're a great wrestler. Okay. And I should like that one because they're a great wrestler. All right. So Jade Cargill, as you said, being all 80s and big and, you know, great variety. Hooray. Uh, sadly, though, is it me or is Ruby getting less and less reaction when she comes out? The Mega Pops aren't really there, and she is because she's losing a lot, yeah. I think. Maybe maybe I was putting my clever person head on. I can't even get my camera light sorted out, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, you're right. She does need to win something. But hey, I'm all right with this. Jay Cargill, champ. Get in. You can even see my thumb. Because I hope... Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Uh, <coughs> Serena Deeb has a sit-down interview with good old JR. And says that she's not, she's done trying to have respectful wrestling matches with Hikaru Shida. Now she wants to hurt her and take her spot at the top women's division, which is why she requested another rematch from Tony Khan. Okay,
2: okay, interesting, mm. interesting. Well, I guess all want, she's gonna... we all want
1: those bunkhouse matches.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> she's gonna. I guess she's gonna win then. She got a sit-down interview with JR.
1: I hope so, I right? Know. Yeah. She'll I sit down know with every going. every commentator until she wins. Alright, yeah. so Mark Emery, I've got to tell you, I want another rematch with Igor
2: <laughs> I'd enjoy if she won. I I just don't know where she goes then because I don't think she'd feud with Brit. Because Brit's Brit's a, Brit's a heel a heel. But I don't know.
1: Actually, a deep over Brit, but
2: Oh Yeah, that's I would as well. Course, but it? that's just because she's excellent.
1: Hmm. And Malachi Black. Beats Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, Julia Hart checks on Brian after the match. Oh, before we get to that, yeah, the match was uh, well. It's been better matches than AEW Dynamite. Um, do, you Norman, was, do you think the fall
2: was? Do you the fall was deliberate
1: though? I think, was like, was. Was so I think it was. It was a fifty-fifty split on Twitter. So great. Deliberate.
2: They've got previous aren't
3: idea of doing these deliberate botches. I remember Christopher Daniels doing it where he slipped on the ropes, pretty similar to to Pillman very early on in AEW. But I don't mm. know. I don't know why they have to do like why. I don't know who benefits. He still looks like a tit, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, but Daniels did it, and it at least had some part of, I'm getting old, I can't hang with this anymore, which was true. He was he was ancient 10 years ago, but now he's really, really ancient. So at least fit the character there, at least there went with something with it. Mostly on being the elite, to be honest with you. I didn't see much on TV after that. But with this, like, it would have made sense if Alistair Black had worked his legs and stuff beforehand. He's like, oh, I'm hobbling, but I've got to win. Here we go. Yikes. Uh, instead, he's just like, well, time to mess up my move. It's like, all right, well, well, that was that was some good storytelling, pal. Awesome. You should read, read some more Grim Brothers about the dragon in the cave. It's, and stuff. High, it's, high, <laughs> it's high risk
2: for a reason. You take that risk.
1: You just messes <laughs> up for no reason other than it's high risk. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. That wasn't the dumbest bit. After the match, with one-eyed Julia Hart checking him, Malachi lurking dangerously, he's stopped by the entrance of the Lucha Brothers. The us go down. Why? Do goes, keep... Who's making their debut? It's like, oh, no, no. Black is just using his magic powers to escape to the ring.
2: Yeah, but are the Lucha Bros. Is that... the lines, oh, man.
1: the Lucha Bros. Also use their
3: magic powers to to transport themselves to the ring in the Oh, dark. see,
2: I thought Black used his magic powers to transport them. <laughs> I thought yeah, he swapped it... places. <laughs> he went like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'd be great if they ended up in, like, the third row. Like, "Oh, we get here? But just... <laughs> then V is just... Just... just next to them. Oh, hello! <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because then we got a backstage segment that we're going to talk about in a minute. But then Lucha Brothers had to leave and then come out and do their tag title match. And it a was segment a very... It was so awkwardly put together. I have a no very, idea what this is about. A
3: very convoluted way of setting up something that happened during the main event. And I don't know... Why it was had to be that way? Why it had to be Alistair Black sort of involved? But it's obviously setting up something going on, in the well, that would have gone on in the future, I assume, if Ray Phoenix didn't hurt yeah. his arm. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. before
1: that, uh, Ruby 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 Soho, that is her name, is mocked by Britt Baker and her pals for losing the tournament final. Ruby points out that Britt can't win without help and has never beaten Rio, which sparks a brawl. Rio arrives to even the odds until they're separated. Just a will the Britt the Baker ever leave? Uh, sorry. Oh, uh, she <laughs> ever lose a match?
2: Mm-hmm. A singles match, no, not Jamie for the title. Jamie Hay is the one; she's the Wardlow of the women's yeah.
1: division. Mm. Oh yes. Yeah. And then the Lucha Brothers come back out to defend their tag titles against Jurassic Express. Uh, the big story about this match, because I was eagerly anticipating this match, all hyped for it, ready for it, woohoo! And then it, the the victory got overshadowed completely by the horrific moment where Luchasaurus down Phoenix through a table. And Phoenix appears to legitimately break his arm. It has been Although, since uh, we got the news yeah. there from Sean Rossap that it was just a dislocation. Um, it looked bloody horrible, though. If you haven't seen it, uh, we warn you if you want to look at it. Like it looked disgusting. Why would you oh, show it?
2: Why would no? You show wait, what, you what are you
1: doing? No, 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 no. I Where couldn't help it. I couldn't
3: help it, lads. Been a shock. Been a shock jock there for you. <sighs> oh, it was bad. It was horrible. If, you sorry, if, you, if
1: you're doing this the audio thing uh, Ross just showed us a picture of come Tuesday <laughs> just for no reason you gotta stop doing that Ross if there was any injury I mean we already knew that the guy wasn't
3: human because of what he does in the professional wrestling ring every single week but this just confirms he's not human because how his arm isn't broken after completely snapping the wrong way is I don't know Look,
1: yeah. L- Lucha Dors, man they made a Teflon yeah.
3: yeah it's crazy all that stuff Stretch Armstrong's made from.
1: If you not heard the story? I was only re- uh, got reminded by it a while ago. Uh, Le Parker, because of the current LA park, when he's in WW in about 98, I think, uh, he was booked for a show in made It was like a big show against, uh, is it Piroth? Pyroth? I remember how pronounce it. But WW says, well, no, if we're booking you. You can't do any outside gigs. He's like, oh, I'm going to make a lot of money out of this. So he had another wrestler... Bashed the hell out of his of his leg, along do what part, was the ankle or the shin or whatever, with a baseball bat, and then hobbled to the doctor, went, I've injured myself in a match, and they went, Whoa, yeah, you've already hurt yourself. You can go out for a few weeks, here's the no. Awesome. He's went to Mexico and did the match with a bad foot. What? Wow. Why? Because they're luchadors, and that's how they're built. <laughs> is La
2: Parker a luchador? <laughs> I mean he is technically uh, yes. a
1: luchador. I
2: know, but
1: he- Go on, he's more of a, he's more of a is, that, meme. is that the overshadow of what I just said about Ruby? No, he's more that, of a meme. That, that almost did, Jack. Yeah.
2: He's more of a meme now, uh, but this was oh, okay. I know he is, I know he
1: is. Yeah, I'm gonna do your favorite move on. Um, yeah, what did you think <laughs> well, no, of no, no, uh, the lucha- match?
2: I, I know he's a luchador.
1: Are you sure
2: you can't be nasty to me? I've got COVID.
1: <laughs> there um, you go, that's yours. Six months from now, when you're healthy, you say something silly, you say after oh, <laughs>
2: Um... Do you know what? Do you know? Remember you know when I annoyed um everybody by all of all of Puro Twitter by thinking that Kano was from Dragon Gate rather than Noah? So they set up this new Japan versus Noah super show, and all the Noah lads got in the ring with the Great Muta, and um all like stood there and guess who the spokesperson? Guess who Mister Noah is? It's bloody Kano, isn't it? He's the most Noah. They of did all that for you. Them. He's basically Mizawa now. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear me. The anyway, match. sorry. Do carry
1: on. Okay. So the match happens and I'm not sure if they called an audible or just went to finish or was always going to be the way, I don't know. But Jurassic Express win and then the new champs and celebrate with Christian Cage who doesn't turn them. It's just a nice babyface team being another babyface team in a good match with a horrible, horrible ending. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's nice. It's a shame it couldn't have happened any other way. Uh, I'll still say, despite it being, God, this is how weird I am as a wrestling fan. Despite it being one of the best matches of the year, it still should have been Jurassic Express to be the books for the titles.
2: Yeah, my humble do you, opinion. Do you think actually because the Lucha Bros moment was so good, like that that match was perfect for them?
1: You know what? Nah, yeah, right. I'm tapping out my I'd, opinion I'd two seconds to... in. You're right. I'm talking absolute rubbish. Shut up. But
2: I would have, I would have liked Jurassic Express to win it eventually. Maybe just this did feel a bit weird, but you know, it, it kind of worked out for the best because Phoenix is injured. It did, but, yeah.
1: and then various tag teams watch on. Go to FTR. Red Dragon, Private Party, the Acclaimed, 2.0, and the Gun the Gun Club. Same, the best I lost there. Uh, come out and stare and do the oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know the, you know when they did SmackDown used to do the little pre-rendered graphics and stuff with animations like the like there still to come tonight, big show. Yeah. Jess's cufflinks. Yeah, that happened. And then Jericho and Malachi Black are also watching on. <laughs> they don't well, even have tag partners.
2: So Malachi will like, when we assume that Brody King gets involved. But who's Jericho's going to be? Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Oh.
3: Les Sex Gods? What, what were they called back in the Yeah, day? Les, les, yeah, les, les sex, sex Gods. Les
2: Sex Gods. Yeah. What about... What, but what about Eddie Kingston, guys? I thought I was being clever. Maybe. Hmm.
3: His could hmm. be Moxley, though. Moxley, I don't know when Moxley's meant to come back. Is he meant to come back soonish? Soon. He's booked for the G C Dub show.
1: Is he? Doing the Hammerstein,
2: yeah. Oh, fair enough. Against Jarrett?
1: No, that that would be amazing though. Oh uh, no, I can Okay, <laughs> Moxie versus Jared. Finally, isn't Jared just playing his guitar at the next one? Oh god, is he? So.
2: Oh fantastic! I think
1: I saw. How oh, great! How great is this, by the way? Jared on the Jeff Jared podcast, which again can't recommend enough. Even was did the Ask Me Anything thing only a few weeks ago, and he was asked why aren't you on any more indie shows? And he was like, Ah, just I, don't, I think my time has passed. To be honest, with you. the indies are so different nowadays what they used to be.
0: What Two worker.
1: years later, a dub. Always <laughs> working, always, working. always working. What a man! He looks fantastic
3: in his new getup, though. The black hat and the black. Coat. The man in black, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. The
2: chosen one. <laughs> 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 boom, 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 boom. Love him.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Jeff Jarrett is how we're ending this mighty long edition.
3: Oh well. Well, I don't know what you say about a match like that. It was oh, just sorry, good, it was- wasn't
1: it? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, Ross, if i got your opinions, and Jack's about to say something about uh, Tom Campbell's favourite joke, Noah.
2: Yeah. Sorry, Ross, go on.
1: I've got nothing to say. I just oh, you're right.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know what you say about matches like that. Just the, the nicest part was knowing the Jungle Boy texted Jim Ross just about every day when he was getting oh. treatment.
2: That was a nice detail.
1: <laughs> Get my name right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was nice. It was nice. Um, yeah, so New Japan happened... As well, just a couple of things. I feel like I'm like wrapping up a meeting or something here. Just one or two things, guys, before. (laughs) Um, So Shibata came out for his match, which was against Ren Narita, who's like his protege. And he was like, one one more thing before we start this match, because it was meant to just be like an exhibition, like a grapple. He went, no, no, it's a real match. And I was like, please don't headbutt each other. But they didn't. They just had a bit of a match. And it was good. It was nice to see Shibata back. Main event was good. Shingo and Okada... Um, Okada won the next night, Okada won again and beat Osprey, so Okada's back on top but it just felt generally like a bit off, it wasn't like Wrestle Kingdom, it wasn't like what you might, it wasn't like full of like super super amazing matches and halfway through night one Owen looked at me and went like they could have just made this one night and I thought you know what, they could have, yeah they could have done, but there's still night three to come everyone, on Saturday (laughs) Yeah.
1: Way. I saw all the things I saw on Twitter were Ishii versus Evil getting a horrible rating.
2: Oh man.
1: But it was like, I can't even imagine what that match yeah, well, like was like. So
2: there was just so much interference and so much, it just wasn't very new, Japan. Everything Evil does is full of interference and full of cheating that it just gets boring a bit.
1: Oh, I see. Uh, the other <coughs> thing was that uh, Meltzer obviously, you know, the number one news source, the only new source in all of wrestling, has reported that Shibata went into business for himself and said that he was supposed to do that um, exhibition match, a.k.a. not a real match. To oh, that wasn't himself. part of the plan? And he just went, give me the mic. Like, stop standing at 56002. Give wow. me a mic. And uh, said, no, it's a real match. And he started doing what he did. I mean, that's, it wasn't... That's what he's being told. And it he wasn't knows like, that, obviously. gone.
2: It wasn't like he was getting clocked in the head and stuff. It wasn't like going to... It wasn't the sort of match where they were spots in it that could have really hurt him, which was... Smart, but he did like the big running drop kick that he does and everything in the corner. So yeah, if he did that, what a naughty boy! But who's going to stop him, man?
1: no oh, <laughs> stop it!
2: And Nokei, but he had a little video at the start of the show. I don't know what he was saying. He was speaking a little video,
1: me. oh yeah. What was he talking about? Like I don't mean,
2: know. I just kept looking at his iron chin, but I don't know what he was saying.
1: Was it a awesome? Thank you yeah. for that little update and wrapping up, Jack. Don't uh, worry. I can't wait for you to watch the Noah New Japan Day 3.
2: Is that right? No, but I'm just going to know like three lads on it. Muto's on it. I know him. Ken oh, on it. Good. I know him.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, the one who can't bend his knees now. He's so, he's so slow. I feel bad for him. Um,
1: Muto, he's ancient.
2: Yeah, I know. I remember he was in the Rumble at that Ring of Honor New Japan crossover show, and it was like,
1: whoa. Um, we tried doing the... Um, the handspring didn't he last year
2: yeah as champ goshi Uzaki's on it kiyomiya's on it they're both really good and um nakajima so there's a lot of good wrestlers but it's all tag matches so i don't know how excited i am it's all like feels a bit house showy to me
1: awesome well i still can't wait to hear your thoughts on it anyway okay because it means i won't have to watch it awesome <laughs> on that happy note let's skip to the next bit Let's have a rummage in our mailbags. Let's have a little look in the mailbag. Hi, all. Since someone asked for a follow-up on the Miss Elizabeth saga, hey, in the (gasps) rewatching the first podcast episode, well, here it is. Just to be clear, Macho Man and Elizabeth were already broken up when I properly met Elizabeth, and Macho Man was already with someone else at the time. I didn't know her well, and shot her a message after a friend of mine asked medical advice for his dog. And I remembered she was studying <laughs> to be a vet. After that, we kept talking, and I didn't see a lot of issues with that, since Macho Man was almost certainly cheated on her at the end of the relationship. Okay. The Hogan Elizabeth Savage Met The was admittedly not a very well-fitting one, all things considered. We're actually doing very well. We've been together <gasps> for a, a year and four months now. I don't hear from my old college buddy Macho Man, very often, but if we have any get-togethers with my friend group from then, which happens like two or three times because of COVID, things are very awkward, and he tends to ignore me. I don't really mind, since he hurt my girlfriend a lot, and she's still having issues with trusting people because of his infidelity. We love each other a lot, and will be, or have already by the time you're reading this, celebrated the New Year's together. Hope you guys have had a great one as well. Kind regards for all the maniacs out there. Um, Jose... Nineha, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna butcher completely. I'm very sorry. J-O-S-S-E-N-O-Y-N-A-E-R-T.
2: Thank you, Hulk Hogan, and no congratulations <laughs> to you and Elizabeth on your continuing relationship. I'm I'm shocked that we got an update. I thought he'd just sort of fallen off the face of the earth.
1: Yeah. No, I'm uh, ecstatic. We had a a, a conclusion. I ending seemed, as it were.
2: I maybe we misinterpreted the original story, but I thought he stole Elizabeth away. Is that just because we were assuming it was like yeah, Because, As he like, says, okay. yeah,
1: the analogy doesn't really work yeah, that okay. well. So in our heads, we're like, you know, he's got on a shoulder and then, you know, he's looking at her going... <laughs>
2: they beat him up in the medical room. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. WrestleMania Five happened.
1: I think WrestleMania no, five happened and Brock's off his record. Congratulations. So
2: congratulations, Terry.
1: Well done. Thank you for the update. It's always good to get these things from once again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, diddle diddlers. Christ. Hope you had a holly jolly Christmas and a reasonable new year as was possible under the circumstances. With both Gophie Kingston and Biggie being stripped of their titles by the Beast Brock Lesnar, how would you feel about the slow burn storyline where Xavier Woods is built up over a year and finally becomes the only (laughs) member of the New Day that can beat Lesnar, which in turn sets up the New Day triple threat? Anyway, thank you for all the entertainment you provided, especially over these last two miserable years. Uh... Former teenage world champion Eddie Edwards. Thank you, Bob. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I got a tweet from Eddie Big Edwards. Fun. Not 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 the rest it of Eddie. Edwards. Oh. It was I think it was this guy this week, yeah. So good to good to hear from Eddie Edwards again. That's nice. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, so Brock Lesnar hasn't lost a lot the past few years, has he? Not no, really. not typically, no. No. You think he's lost to uh Reigns, Goldberg. Goldberg. Drew, as a PS. Rollins, Rollins um, yeah. Rollins and won undertaken. because
2: he, Rollins won when he promised us that he would, and then he won.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. I th- almost forgot about that. Yeah,
2: I didn't because I put a bet on it. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> how much did
2: he lose? No, no, I will put a bet on Rollins because he promised us that he'd win, and he did.
1: Oh, oh I wow. was
2: watching it. I remember watching it in Aspers with my mate, and he was like, "Who did you bet on?" I went, "Rollins." He went, "Why?" And he was laughing. I went, "Promised us that he'd win." <laughs> and he did I couldn't believe it yeah yeah anyway yeah Lesnar That's doesn't beautiful. lose Lesnar doesn't yeah only won like a fiver but still uh, Lesnar doesn't lose a lot no you're right
1: yeah so it's nice to think that of all the jobs he would do it would be to make Xavier Woods look good in an ideal world that would be nice and it would be you know what in a way of getting Xavier Woods over to the level of Biggie and Govee of having him beat Brock slaying the dragon in the cave as it were, I can't see it happening.
2: I know it, it, it would be good. It would be a wonderful idea if they could find a way of plausibly doing it. And I know that wrestling's got undead zombies and Rey Mysterio was world champion and stuff, but they need to find a way of having it. You can't just have Woods just best Brock Lesnar. I don't think people would have it. So I don't know how...
3: It's interesting oh. you mentioned Rollins there. Because that's what it would take. Remember when Rollins was heel and then babyface again before he went heel again when he started doing press interviews and making a tit of himself? But he, Rollins has
2: beaten him twice, hasn't he?
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Ah, WrestleMania
1: as,
3: 35, as well.
2: And then he beat him when he promised.
3: <laughs> what it would take is like when Rollins won the Intercontinental Championship and he was having all those like hour-long matches on Raw. I say all those as if there was lots of them, but there was, a, there was more than one. It would take mm-hmm. a few of them for Xavier Woods and Monday Night Raw to even be considered in the conversation to be able Mm. to beat Brock Lesnar. But I don't know if it ever would happen.
1: You know what, actually? Because I'm thinking, like, I think all of those matches he's lost have been dirty to some degree. I can't remember how Rollins beat him. But that would actually be good. Xavier becomes consumed by the fact that, I was like, I want to be better than the other two. That he cheats to beat Brock. He's like, I beat him. You couldn't. And they're like, aye, but you cheated, though, didn't you? He's like, yeah. What's wrong with that? I think Rollins oh, whacked yeah. him in
3: the whacked him in the knob, didn't he? She's like, I'd do anything to beat you.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause you must protect the most guy in wrestling right now, is Brock, because the Apart from the Drew match, which I think Brock just wanted to be out of there as soon as possible so he didn't I, get the vid.
2: I'd accept it if it was a lovely callback to how Eddie Guerrero beat him, where reversed the F five into a DDT on the belt.
1: But instead of a belt, it's a Nintendo sixty four.
2: Oh I thought you were gonna say a crown, but that works as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: he put his eye out if he did the crown oh yeah um, <laughs> but the N64 would be fine it would still work even if Brock was dropped on
2: <laughs> you just have to blow on the cartridge a bit more before you put it but I think um, it's it's an interesting one definitely I like the idea and, and I, if it was a callback to Eddie that's how I would do it
1: wonderful cool. yeah. thank you for that lovely question we had deep in thought for that one good day lads well, I, I was I? watching Scott Boland get six wickets for seven runs no. and four overs. Uh, 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 it got me thinking: what was a debut that truly really surprised and shocked you in their performance?
2: <laughs> Wait, he said that all just for when I watched Scott Boland destroy England in the Ashes.
1: Yeah, thought, yeah, it, so yeah he doesn't care about was, the question at all. He just wants to say that. Yeah, uh, and who we've, can been, we've
2: been they've been great and we've been awful. So fair enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say again: what was a debut that truly really surprised you and shocked you in their performance? It could be how they surpassed your expectations or came out of nowhere and surprised you. Hope all is well. Pat from Sydney. Thank you, hope Pat. Hope you're doing good, Pat. Is it,
2: is it Pat Cummins? The <laughs> Australian captain, is Matthew, there.
1: Yeah, thank you. I don't care who it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> de- debut that blew me away. I'm going to say Mr... Som- I still can't how to pronounce it. smiley uh, Reggie. Reggie. Reggie was a guy who came out of nowhere, surprised the hell out of me. And then obviously it's been annoying ever since. But it's not <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the that that match he had, like doing all the flips and the Cirque du Soleil stuff, I was like, all right.
2: Mm. Have
1: you got one, Jeff? I
2: do. Mine is also named Pat, but he's Pat McAfee.
1: Oh, good one! In that
2: match with Adam Cole, when because I thought everyone was saying he's a professional athlete, he's going to be good, and I thought, well, he was a punter in the NFL. He wasn't like a linebacker. He wasn't like Bron Breaker. And then I realized, oh, hang on. In the NFL, even the ones who just kick the ball are actually freaks because Pat's doing, like, gorgeous moonsaults, and, like, I was just blown away by him, so mine would be Pat McAfee.
3: I can't think of one, so I'll go the different way and say Tyson Fury because I thought it would be a lot better than he was.
2: (laughs) Shocked (laughs) you in that way? I was
3: shocked at how bad he was (laughs) because, obviously, he's famed for being light on his feet and being able to dance (coughs) on his opponents and do stuff like that. But he just plodded round that ring like he was the giant Gonzalez, right?
2: You dosser. <laughs>
1: yeah. Thank you, to the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I'm also going to say special mention to D'Angelo Williams, aka that one NFL dude who oh! he had one match ever in DNA, and it was awesome.
2: Oh my God, I remember I remember reading the Observer when that happened, or listening to Observer Radio or something. Melter was like, if he'd trained consistently at this from a young age he could be the greatest of all time <laughs> like, yep it was insane how good he was at wrestling yep.
1: so yeah. good uh, yeah thank you Sydney appreciate it anyway.
2: no thank you apart from Sydney
1: <laughs> no just Sydney in general
2: oh thank you the city I'm of all. Sydney thank yeah. you
1: Sydney good day cultaholic folk hello. I like bread actually scratch that I love bread hello? I have listed cities and eat bread I have listed to it too healthy from some types and brands of bread. Which wrestler would you most associate with each type? No, thanks for everything you do. You take my mind off of bread for a few hours each week. The podcast. <laughs> DJ from Leicester, thank, thank you, DJ. you, DJ. All right, here's a bunch. Uh, plain white, Brock
2: Lesnar, come, come, come Tuesday. <laughs>
1: I'm going to say uh, Grayson Waller because he's damn as he plain and white (laughs) Uh, sorry all right, pal yeah 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 yeah. bless you Uh, to Hovis best of both worlds
2: oh
3: oh best of both oh Brian Danielson because he's been on both sides of the tracks and done amazing things
2: I'll go for Damien Priest He's evil, goodness. <laughs>
3: he's the okay. he's the white bread yeah. and the brown bread. Uh.
1: Oh. I'll say Shayna Baser because she's a good bread in a bad bread position. Mm. Uh seed covered burger bun.
2: Okay. Mm. Um probably probably Hacks or Jim Duggan. Just so American, just classic.
3: Yeah. I'll i go for Otis with Chad being the seed. <laughs>
1: ah. I'm I'm not a fan, so I'll say the nasty boys or something. I think they're okay. rubbish and stale, even when they're supposed to be good. Uh Brown.
2: Brown Brad, good for you, but did what are you I don't really like it, but I know it's good it's better for me than white, so I, that's what I'm trying to think of here. I'll say like I'll say like uh, Oh I, it needs to be a wrestler who I know is good, but I just find their matches a bit underwhelming. But I know that they're technically good. Maybe like when I was a kid or when I was younger, Bret Hart. That's how I looked at Bret Hart. Like, I know he's good, but I'm not enjoying it. So I'll go for that. I'll, I'll say that. But now I do enjoy Bret Hart matches. No, no, don't worry, Matthew.
1: Put my sneer down.
3: Yeah. I'll go Ross. for The Undertaker. Because he is
2: brown bread. Hey. hey, oh, that was much. Yeah,
1: I'll say some new Japan wrestler because I keep getting told it's better than the other breads, and I should eat more of it. Hey, Single yeah. person. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Oh, I should have said Tanashi. I'd like to change my yeah. Tanashi.
1: Sliced or best thing since
2: <laughs> Brian Brian uh, Brian Kidman Brian Kidman <laughs> Brian Kendrick. <laughs>
1: We're now trying to cover each other so well. One of us makes a mistake, the one has to cover up for it. That's Brian
2: all. Kidman, man. Brian Kendrick.
1: Brian Kidman. Gross. L. Gross. Gross.
2: LA Knight. <laughs> Grossman? Gross I'll say a. A. Knight.
3: He's the best thing in Eastern Slice Bread.
2: Oh, yes, he is. Gross,
1: he is. Uh, Krusty Bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see Excuse Trent's mum.
2: <laughs> oh, what? they a nice way. Okay. Um. Actually, they are good, aren't they, Bloomers? You do, yeah. Um. On oh, and Anderson. What's a crusty bloomer? What? Just a big bloody crusty. like Ah, get oh, in. A stodgy cake. It's old, but it's classic. No. Not it's quite old, but it's classic. No, like it's just a classic. It's just like a big. Is it just like a bread bun sort of vibe? I don't know.
1: Help, yeah. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I, I, I oh, say Yeah, it's the, the big. If someone does a drawing of bread, that's what it looks like. All right, white loaf with the little lines on it.
3: Macho like man, a big fat baguette.
1: Savage. Yeah, okay, macho, yeah
3: okay. He's a big fat baguette. Isn't he? he's, he's a big macho. fat
1: baguette. <laughs> and finally, a, a wrap. What?
2: Just a wrap. What type um, of wrap? Probably Max Caster. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> uh, How's yeah. how's how's a wrap a type of bread? Yeah, it's in the
2: it's in the bread aisle. Yeah, yeah it's type of bread like flat, flat bread, flat wraps. No, a so you need you need to choose a wrestler who's not really a wrestler, Matthew. Like a wrap, you put
1: a tortilla in.
2: Yeah, you put a tortilla inside. I've of a never, cons-
1: I never or a burrito, considered. more burrito than tortilla. I never thought that was bread. Of course, it is. It's part yeah, of the bread family.
2: Yeah, it's part of the bread family. Yeah, it's a bollocks. It's like the NXT of WWE's bread. No,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I could say a completely different thing. L.A. Park. That's okay. what I consider that. Completely really different luch- genre not of really, bread. Not
2: really, not really a luchador. That's um, right. It's
1: famously not a luchador. I
2: was hoping he'd say like like something like a... I was hoping he'd describe a ciabatta without saying a ciabatta and then I could say ciabatta, but it didn't... Ciabatta the be.
1: ciabatta. Yeah. Good Good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. it was a good question we're full of good questions and people sending in good stuff to the mailbag and you can be one of those good people who was
2: that from sorry the bread one
1: DJ from Leicester
2: DJ thank you DJ for that
1: thank you DJ uh, if you have any good thoughts to send to us please 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 send them to com.
4: ah
1: have a wrist piss. Hello, you gang of sexual Tyrannosauruses. With the new year seeing people eat healthier and that, after gorging over the festive period, it got me thinking about how we, as a society, are more focused on trying to eat healthier and not forcing bags of sugar down children's throats. <laughs> Such changes in thinking saw the humble fast food and cereal mascot play second fiddle to carrots and water and kids being nice to each other rather than fighting over burger meat and sweets. With that in mind, it in actually got me thinking. <coughs> Which famous food baskets would you, uh, sorry, would go in which famous wrestling factions? Your pal, former Lightning Bolton Wanderer centre back, Bruno uh, Gotti. Thank Bruno you. Gotti? Thank you,
2: Bruno. Leon, surely. Leon. Yeah, Leon, yeah. Former Leon.
3: A stalwart of the early noughties in the Premier League was Bruno, Bruno and Gotti. Bruno It's nice to see listen to the podcast.
2: Has Tarimbo West messaged in yet? No, not yet, no. Okay.
3: There is a growing collection of early noughties and nineties. Previously. I've noticed that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Jeffers was one Francis Jeffers. I it's nice that Bruno's on board. I remember,
3: uh, was it Steve Guppy was getting in touch a little while ago as well? Yeah, I
2: think so.
1: So let's hear What are that Matthew? <laughs> I can't wait next week. Who are we going to get? Uh, this week though, we get, let's see, fastest thought first. My bit of explanation for some of these. Uh, so we go Ross, Jack, me, uh, okay. Professor Weito. Huh? I forgot about him. Um, Is he going to the Four Horsemen or the Heedon family? The Heenan family straight away. Do you
3: think? Yeah, he's not a shagger. (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah, (laughs) Heenan family.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ronald McDonald, the corporation or evolution? He could be the
3: head of the corporation. I'm going the corporate. Yeah, he's the corporation for me as
1: well. I like the idea of. It going the past, the present, the future, the McFlurry. Uh, like that, that stage of evolution we're not quite at yet. Plus, Where evolution
3: evolution had to get rid of Mark Gingerack, didn't they? Because he was too much of a clown. Mm.
1: Oh,
3: I saw that documentary.
1: What's evolution is a mystery, just like our chicken select recipe. <laughs> what's the
2: what's the the character called? Not the Hamburglar, the purple one. The purple monster. That's Batista, so it would work in a way. If Grimmis
1: guess... was blue.
2: Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Grimace with a hamburger on his shoulders.
3: I had the vision of walking into McDonald's and looking at the wall where all the art is. You see Ronald, you see the Hamburger, and I was just like Jackson Purple. There. I was just like, just Purple. No, just- no,
4: no, no, <laughs> no! Gonna- ah! he-
1: why is why have we gone just there? Which stable at- does Purple Likey join? <laughs> why, why, why? Is, he-, is it- he a three count or a young dragon's
2: dragon? <laughs> oh, oh, moving on. How the young dragons? wouldn't Moving it? on. Moving I on. I don't know. Oh. Evan,
1: Evan Courageous
3: would send him wild with them wild when they Yeah,
1: yeah. Tony the Tiger, is he going to the New Day or the League of Nations? <laughs> or oh, the League Tony. of Nations.
2: He's one of the lads, isn't he? No, Tony's American, though. So you have to be in the New Day.
1: No, nah, he's, he's good cracks. So he's going to go to the League of Nations. Uh just Tony's not good crack. He, he, no, he, he isn't, probably... but his Twitter is. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. Yeah. As layers yeah. possible. Yeah. Because a lot of people, like... Tony will go on and go like, hey, check out the new Frosties. They're great. And it's just only people that Tony follows can do this. Because it used to be, before he did that, people would see him tweet. They'd be like, oh, Tony, you're looking sexy today. <laughs> and things of that nature. It's huh. some fan art I drew of you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's me on the left. Anyway, uh, next up, the Munch Bunch. The Munch Bunch? Who are they? The Munch
2: Bunch. Oh, my phone. Yeah,
1: a quick Google of the Munch Bunch.
2: Same. So- say
3: munch bunch oh it's uh some sort of little uh yogurt thing i don't recognize these well this cow at all
2: oh okay well i've got i, I can see the cow
3: imagine if darby allen was a not emo
1: <laughs> cow <laughs> It's not far off, <laughs> actually. Pretty... You know what? I don't think I can come up with an explanation on that. Oh, Is this the replacement on. for March Free? Is
2: the Munch Bunch not these cheeky lads that I've just seen here?
1: Oh. What what are they sponsoring, endorsing, mascot?
2: Munch Bunch. They call them Munch Bunch. It's munchbunch.co.uk.
1: Yeah, but what are they? These are fruit? mascots for food.
3: Fruit? Well, I, hope, I hope it's something scandalous.
2: It's fruit.
1: It's fruit. Oh, we don't know who they are. So should they join the NWO or Bullet Club? <laughs> NWO, what oh, a bullet, bullet Club?
2: Club. Oh, sorry, Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Not NWO. Oh, Bullet Club because they know how to milk something. Ah, hey. so do the NWO. Though. Uh, Coco the monkey from Coco Pops. Oh, I hate his
2: voice. I hate his voice. Back all
1: the elite. It's amazing all these jingles from decades ago popping in my head. Oh, Coco
2: is not Wolfpack. He's not cool enough. He's a loser. He's the oh, elite. The... He's a nerd. He's a nerd.
1: Oh, yeah. He's in the elite. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. You couldn't have Coco the monkey and K Dog in the same place. At the same I'd rather
2: point. have a bowl of... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, he sounds like a CBeebies presenter. I hate him. <laughs> I love Coco Pops, though. Great cereal. Just not, not the monkey.
1: I'd rather buy a T-shirt of the Young Bucks or whatever I do every week. Like, ah, good one! <laughs> <laughs> snap, crackle, and pop. Oh,
2: the lads! The lads. Were they
1: those names. They're the, the actual names.
2: They're the Rice Krispie lads. Yeah, those no, are no three, they are. Yeah. But like,
1: the Rice, yeah. I thought it was just the Rice Krispie lads.
2: No, they're called the, they're the, Rice,
1: Krispie the Rice Krispie lads. Crispy lads. <laughs> the names are snap, crackle, and pop. Oh, that'll, yeah. that, that'll get the kids on board. Here are the Rice Krispie <laughs> lads. <laughs> Here come the lads. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> the Undisputed Era are oh, super click. Um, well, oh. well, they're, they're all white and small, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd say they're probably the Undisputed Era. Yeah, they, they're good.
3: I would yeah. say, yeah, Undisputed Era. You could call Snap, would be. Well, Cracker would be Kyle, because he does more submissions. <laughs> snap. What? Snap. Go on. Be, go on, Ross. Go snap on. will be Bobby Fish because he does all the strikes and whatnot, like
2: ah, snap. Surely snap would be the submissions one. Oh, yeah, but then... tap or snap. What does Crackle do then? Just simmers. Just like charisma. Simmers. Adam Cole is And then Adam
1: crackle. Adam Cole is pop because of, you know. Oh gets... the huge pop, uh... yes. pop
2: I'd
1: uh... mm. say snap, crackle, and pop's just the noise that Bobby Fish's hip makes.
2: Oh, oh dearie, come on. Get out.
1: He's dearie old. Man he's old speaking of old uh, next up is the jolly green giant what noise does oh, he make Jack
2: oh, oh. green giant right, there we go we both did it we, yeah. we
1: did hey did the start and the end Michael the... Jackson's favourite one that's a post selector reference there it is yes
4: <laughs> <laughs> green, green giant. giant
1: the ministry are the dungeon of doom oh, oh the he's dungeon the dungeon of, of doom 100%
2: yeah him and the yeti <laughs>
1: What's the Jolly Green Giant doing to Hogan?
2: <laughs> Jolly Green Giant's been pushed off the edge of the building.
1: Instead of instead of a giant block of ice, it's one of those tins with a little pool. <laughs> Who's in the giant tin? <laughs>
2: they've got to they've got to like open it.
1: Yeah. Oh no, Sullivan's opening the giant tin. <laughs> Hogan can't work those weird tin
3: openers with the thing on the side. Another <laughs> one with the oh. I wish
1: you uh, was a tin openers yeah. Oh God. Uh, Chester Cheeto is in the uh, is Cheetos the cool, mascot. The cool, dangerously Lester. Cheeto. He's so what?
2: he's such like a stoner, isn't he?
1: No, he's, he's he's cool. He's got shades. Sits there in his room with his glasses on. Uh, Chester yeah, Cheeto, yeah. is he joining DX or Hit Row? Oh, Hit Row.
2: Yeah, probably.
3: He could not <laughs> be asked with Triple H. And no, players. yeah, yeah, you're right. He couldn't be right. asked with him, could he?
2: I, I go on. I think it's Hitro, but all of those groups are too. No, I think he could be in DX in the China or Rick Rude role. Just not oh, saying. Right. Well, he's. I know he's as the cheater. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> also, DX used to cheat a lot to win. So, uh,
1: Chester's cool, but he is dangerously cheesy. Like a lot of DX skits involving oh, Triple H. And so, uh, yeah. Chef oh, on Fuego that, today, Matthew. I, I oh, thank that, you. I, I just miss you guys so much.
2: I think the Chester Cheetah could look a bit like X Pac if he wanted, to, if he dressed as him.
1: <laughs> could look like X
2: Pac. I can see if all these cereal mascots and food mascots dressed as dressed as wrestlers for Halloween, he'd be you got X-Pac. two
1: little cheese. What's it like in the shape of a cross? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Kevin Nash's Jeez.
2: entrance video in like
3: 2003? It was just him stood there in sunglasses, like looking cool. Mm. I'm picturing that Kevin Nash as Chester <clears throat> Chester is that Kevin Nash
2: Yeah, yeah, I can see that as well yeah,
3: just... Just Minus the harmonica yeah.
1: <laughs> Also it has, He has to join DX because Chester also had a failed invasion of the UK
2: Because oh. Cheetos are a thing
1: for like a year and a bit and everyone went back to What's It it's like, You're not being What's It You can still buy Cheetos, can't you? But they, they're imported though uh, Aren't they? I don't know. I got last time I saw a pack of the Cheetos.
2: Oh man, I've just Googled Chester Cheetah.
1: Oh, what's just you
2: doing? Well, no, he just looks like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so much like Hogan. That's unbelievable. Hollywood hey, right. Hulk Hogan. Obviously. Anyway,
1: Chef Boyardee. Oh, Chef great. Boyardee's
2: already in wrestling.
1: A favourite of the Cultaholic uh, Smackdown review. New Blood or Millionaires Club. New Blood, um, these new... groups.
2: <laughs> yeah, New Blood, yeah.
1: Yeah, he could join New Blood because then when they go, Kevin Nash, well, the New Blood's coming for you and they try and hit him. Instead of Blood, it's just, you know, stuffed ravioli.
2: <laughs> yes, that works for me. I'll green light that one. It's good. <sighs> And oh, finally, <laughs>
1: finally, Aunt Bessie. Ah, oh, yes, <laughs> the Riot Squad or the Pretty Beats Sisters. <laughs> Both of did, did the research in the female stables for sure. It's got to be PMS, has not it?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed at Bruno and Gotti's lack of knowledge of women's wrestling stables. <laughs> the
1: only two stables, Riot Squad. <laughs> I love the idea of like having a bunch of like Goth uh, alternative. Lass is hanging out and being all cool and tough and pushing stuff over. And then, like Aunt Bessie's, like Ruby, <laughs> your Yorkshire puddings are ready, oh, coming, yeah. Mom. Remember when?
4: Remember when or that was Eve their mother. gimmick?
2: They just pushed things over backstage. That so was so crazy. And then Retribution just quiet. did the same for a bit. When like yeah. there was like fifty members of Retribution.
1: Yeah, they had all those, those library books that they took back a week later. Then was overdue and they were rebels. <laughs>
2: Anyway, that was class, that. that was I
1: think there should be more like uber tough dudes and then they've got like an Aunt Bessie making food for them. <laughs> but only if they're good and they win the match. But, Mum... <laughs> nah, nah. They, could they didn't be win trend. last week. It could be they trend. Tried that. This, that, yeah. that easy could be trend.
2: I was about to say they, could, they tried this with Shelton, but they didn't quite try that with Shelton.
1: Uh, no, no, that wasn't no, quite bad. the same. No, no the mum can't be tougher than the wrestler. Like, no, no. It's, got, it's got to be the way around. It's, it's yeah. pretty dynamic. Anyway, uh, moving on from the hell of a Reese's Pieces. If you have any Reese's Pieces, or if you're a former midfielder uh, played between you know early 2000s, late 90s, you too can send in a question or uh, Reese's Pieces to us at mailbag at cultaholic.com.
4: It's cultaholics. Question.
1: Ah, what a oh. lovely get-together. And sniff and cough and yeah. Still it's almost as if we can reach out and touch each other. But no time for that. One last bit of questions. What is, in your humble opinion, the best cameo in Royal Rumble history? Obviously talking about this because Johnny Knoxville, him of Jackass fame, will be appearing at the Rumble. And probably getting his head kicked in. So I'm sure he's thrilled about. Um uh, you know, Paying homage to uh, Steve O in Omaga years ago. But are there any other cameos in the past, other than perhaps Drew Kerry, which I've already mentioned beforehand, that you go, Oh, yeah, that was good. Have you got any, Ross? So is this just general or rumble, or what are we doing here? I can't remember
3: what
2: we're rumble, doing. Yeah, rumble, yeah,
3: rumble.
2: So, like celebrity appearances in the rumble? Or just yeah. su- Cal- unexpected. Su- Surprise. Because there's only been like. I was going to say there's been too yeah, many. Yeah. I'll
1: well, go. I think- I thought there was others that I just forgotten about recently. Yeah, there like, no, have been too actually, many, ever. has there? Um, yeah,
3: yeah, I'll go for just as a, as a just a surprise. I'll go for Edge Twenty oh. Twenty. Oof, when he was walking through that smoke with that look on his face, like oof, he can see clearly. Yeah, all that oh. stuff that replies to his lyrics. So I'll go for Edge, emotional.
2: I'll I'll go for. See, I d- I did enjoy. It's the it's not my favorite of all time, but just as a cameo, just as one that was like. Just littler, slightly because she didn't win or anything, but it was nice to see her was Molly Holly? I really liked seeing mm. her back. that was cool wanted her to win um in terms of in terms of men, oh Diesel's was good, wasn't it? Just yeah, he was just really cool when he came back
1: yeah yeah, instead, I'm a big show and diesel going. Why do people wanting to see that match together with us too? I only know three moves. I can't do any of them to him. <laughs> but but <laughs>
2: then it apparently led to them including him in the summer of Punk because the pop he got oh, was huge. That
1: could that could be a negative because they did that with Tatanka as well. What? He got that massive pop at uh, Rumble 06. They started doing the yo oh, oh, or whatever that thing is in America, so, and uh, they thought we should hire him. And then the crowd was no. like, "No, no, <laughs> no."
2: <laughs> what about what about you, Matthew?
1: I'll say because uh, obviously you don't listen to the raw. Watch along with uh, Tom and all the other lovely people involved in that. Dick Murdoch showing up in the 95 oh. Rumble. Oh, okay. Of all the people that show up, of all the times in history, Dick Murdoch, the same year he died, uh, coming out and doing oh. drop kicks and flying around like a Madden at the latest stage of his career, complete unexpected. No pop from the crowd. Why would they? All the, kid, all the kids loved a bit of Murdoch back in the day. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that one was a nice one. Also, completely weird to see. Uh, the Samoan... No, no, no. Sorry, beg your pardon. Uh, the... um, Wasn't the Samoan... Just the squat team, I think. The headhunters from Japan showed up that one year. And apparently annoyed everyone backstage so much that all they did in the Rumble was get eliminated by Vader. And huh. uh, they showed up the, like, the next night and then Bulldog just slammed them and went, right, go away.
2: Did And that um... was it.
1: Never seen again.
2: Was that the year when all the... Mil Mascaras and everyone was in it as well or was that a different That year?
1: was 97 96 was there 97 was uh, like hey those Lucha are doing good in WW. what have you got and they had you know rubbish Mil Mascaras Yeah uh,
2: Booker Tease was good as well was that but that was oh, that when, Mark, was that when yeah. Matt Stryker was marking out bro Yeah
1: oh. I never like uh, why do you need to remind me of Matt Stryker when Matt Stryker would go
2: holy sh-. oh then censor himself
1: it's oh. Christian <laughs> No, wait, no, was Josh Matthews, wasn't it? Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> that one, Todd, no, that...
1: Was it not What's... Todd Grisham that one on ECW? They're all blending it's together. Christian. Yeah, they're all the same, aren't they? No, it's Todd Pettengill. <laughs> <laughs> Where it was, uh, it sucked. Um Carlos Colon in ninety-three.
2: Oh no, anyway, why? Just
1: so critical <laughs> on Suka so go, oh that plucky youngster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's
1: at least in his forties.
2: Um Carlito was just at a roar, wasn't he? He wasn't actually in. He did a rumble
1: last year, didn't he? That's when he returned. Oh, the did he? Is that why? I oh, so referring uh, to? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. They, yeah. They, well, they it just reminded me because you, you, men- you mentioned Carlos Colon, I was like, oh well, ah,
1: yeah. okay,
2: that's good. And, Damn it,
1: that would be the perfect time for someone called Milk Plucky Youngster. But... Do
2: you know what I thought would be would have been rubbish, but actually was all right? It was when Elias was number one. I went to the toilet, came back in the room, and everyone went. You'll never guess who's number two, and who should be on my screen but Jeff Jarrett himself, the chosen one. And he started throwing punches better than anyone on the roster. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. So uh, I'd go for Jarrett as well. That was a nice cameo. <coughs> a
1: few others. Uh, the Cat. <laughs> when you had those six matches on TV or whatever. It oh, came Ernest out. the Cat. I thought you meant yeah. Stacey. I thought, yeah, I, I meant <laughs> Steve. Oh, no, sorry, yeah. Ernest Miller, yes.
2: Yes.
3: Christian what from uh, last year's was an underrated one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, was very good. He got the final four, didn't he? That
1: was unexpected. And then That's he what went. does when he... Your main event WWE, AEW. They didn't yeah. play pay-per-views that year. Jesus, what a man.
2: Bubba Ray Dudley once. Well, he came out number three or something one year. And then d wasn't there. Yeah. Devon wasn't, yeah.
1: So no. him and, and R-Truth they, do spots. they just got
2: R-Truth like, ah, to do the Devon spot. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That wasn't one of my favourite yeah.
1: ones. Nah. Uh, the Godfather. <laughs> I think he's made a few appearances, hasn't he? When he's come he back just, and he's been like, but, Yay, he's the Godfather, yay! Gets the maid instant. He's like, Ah, whatever, I've got my women. And uh am going to go. I read an away. article,
3: uh, an interview with him just before Christmas there where he, he revealed that he once got high. He hotboxed Undertaker's coffin.
2: <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> it could he, be. Why would he be in there?
1: <laughs> what do we get if someone's like, hey, Godfather? And he just opens off the coffin. <laughs> Yo. <laughs>
3: just imagine Undertaker walking backstage saying, hey, Bear, where are you, Bear? Bear? That's what,
2: Bear? His
3: nickname. That's what his Undertaker's nickname from, Bear. Aww. that
2: That's gross. That's so bad. Hey, Bear. I Undertaker calling someone where Bear. Where are you, Bear? It just fills me with dread for some <laughs> reason. Just big Mark Calloway going, hey, Bear. Bear.
4: Hey, Bear, where are you, no, Bear? no. no. When you
1: yeah. when you maul him, <laughs> oh. show you bear, hey,
2: bear. We're cool. We're in the Bone Street crew. Your nickname is Bear. What's mine?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, is this just it's this retribution. <laughs> <laughs> BSK Bear, <laughs> handsaw, whatever. Tomahawk hey, chop. Oh, Drop my water bottle. Anyway. And Dick Murdoch. That's right. The BSK.
2: I think we've done it. I think we've mentioned yeah, think we'll le- for the, the thumbnail.
1: I think we've we'll mentioned everyone possible. So can't wait to see what Knoxville does. If anything. Maybe it will just be a sneak sneaky cameo and it takes a weird bump. Splat. Yeah. Possibly. He snap crackles pops like a famous mascot. <laughs> ah, I think we've talked enough. Ross, what have you got for us this week?
3: Absolutely nothing. Just please go back and watch all of the Christmas content we did um, before Christmas, because we were organised this year. There was lots of stuff. Me and Adam did like a Do Not Laugh Helium Challenge. There was charades. Me and Jack did about 1,200 tier lists uh, on all sorts of things, about Raw rosters, SmackDown rosters, AEW rosters. I can't remember anything else. We did a couple of pre-recorded podcasts that you might have missed. One was the Culties. Another one was something else. What was the other one?
2: Uh, we did the some first ones. the watch mm. first watch along as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah go lots and watch of that, stuff, Cringe
3: Fest, yeah. Just just go and watch all that because I've just been at home writing scripts this week and watching wrestling, so I've got nothing for you. So oh, suck on Fair nothing, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it is good that we were that organised because it felt like a lot to do at the time, but now it's like oh great, good strategy there, lads. Yeah, we did. Mm. We all
3: obviously didn't know that Bo Joe was going to say
2: if you can not work from home, work from home.
1: Yeah, that's how, that's how we said it, Jack. Mm. What have you got for us? Are Other you taking COVID? the
2: piss? <laughs> um, not a lot, mate. <laughs> to be honest, that's fine, mate. I'll what do you be, plan?
1: I'll how just, do you plan on spending your days? I'll then? just, how about be, that?
2: I'll just be writing stuff on my work days. And but as of this, as of tomorrow, it's the it's the weekend. I've got absolutely no clue. <laughs> um, just just gonna chill. I don't know. Um, I get mom. I get to um, Sunday is day six of my isolation, so I get to take my first lateral flow. And then if I'm negative on Monday as well, then I'm free. So I'll just hang I'll just hang in there. But I'm feeling I'm feeling alright. I've got a bit of a cough, but aside from that, I'm not too ill. So get the vaccine, everyone, because it works. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, best wishes to you, pal. Hope Thank you, you, Matthew. What about staying positive?
2: Cheers. What What have you got going on?
1: Uh, me and Tom will be meeting up soon TBC to do more of the Smackdown lovely review that we do until then it's going to promote Tom's fantastic Desert Island Graps with Kid Bandit who's currently uh, ruling Twitter and now he's going to rule Cultaholic I guess (laughs) that's the rubble open for anyway so go check out Tom who obviously fill in the gaps because he works harder than myself to say the least and until then you have the patron to place your votes for the Hall of Fame and the fabulous mailbag to send all your lovely thoughts even if you're not a midfielder you can still send them themailbackacolic.com. For now, this has been Ross, that has been Jack, who's poorly, and I've been Matthew, and now my camera looks all right at the very end of the podcast, as noticed. And we're going to end you by pointing... Oh, we're going to end
4: you?
1: End, that's right. We're going to end you by pointing up the camera and saying that famous expression that we all know and love the count of three. One, two, three. Join, join us. us. Sexy boy, courtesy of blicksmith.com. Come Tuesday.